Coming up on TMS, stop the hunch, stand for TMS. This board is looking sus. Say the title. Buried. Chuck the Retro Buddy Good Friend. Girls just want to tune into Tokyo. No, they don't. Bricking my sex robot. Wasn't there a werewolf game named Werewolf? Gymnasium Laboratory. They milked my teat and moved on. Someone is having fun. Call 911! Get back to Biscuit Week. Patreon taste the rain boob. Back breaking ergonomic chair. A muddled meta message with Tom Merritt. Scaring kids with Nicole and recommend nose with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I am beginning to think that maybe what I did was wrong. Probably not, but maybe. You don't clear this radio, Captain Burdell. The only yellow rose you'll be seeing will be the one I'll shove up your afterburner. Is that clear? Over. The morning stream. It's Toad's Fat. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's Wednesday, October 12, 2022. I'm Scott. That's Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hello. Hey, and that, man. That clip. Yeah. Uh, well, huh? I just said, hey, man. Hey. Hey. Uh, that clip reminds me uh, that, yeah, yet another season of a show that I need to sit down and watch. Like, new Dairy Girls, new. Uh, Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. new What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Peaky Blinders I still haven't gotten caught up with, mm-hmm. uh, How To with John Wilson Season 2 I haven't watched yet, oh. Upload Season 2 I haven't watched yet, Dude, Snowpiercer. How To Season 2 is great, you gotta catch Oh, up I know, all this stuff is great. Uh, Star Trek Lower Decks new season I haven't watched. Um, oh God, there's so damn much, I can't keep up with it all. It's a flood of content, and uh, we're at ground zero trying to just deal with all this we really content. really are. Yeah, buried in it, can barely breathe or see buried buried uh welcome to the show it is uh, the wednesday edition of tms of course we got a few things going on let's start with brian how's your back how's your back? yeah oh man so uh yesterday uh, so the continuing story of my backache had the uh the issue over the weekend and and uh even last week ordered a new secret labs chair to help with my back uh, and also because I'd like a decent chair that I'm not going to have to replace every year or two. Good point. And uh, uh, it arrived yesterday. Uh, it's 75 pounds. Look, this is this is one of those chairs that is it's built like a tank and it weighs just as much. Even that, you know, the the, the bottom thing that holds the casters, the that um, kind of spiders out five arms and you put casters in the bottom of each one sure that thing is even freaking heavy metal like it's actual metal as opposed to the plastic you find with other and obviously we're not we're not talking about a pre-assembled thing it came in parts oh no came in parts (laughs) and uh uh and and yeah somewhere between bringing the box in or bring in the two pieces of the chair that, you know, I assembled two parts and then joined them here behind my desk to make it easier. Because there's not a lot of room here to do the full chair assembly. Right. But um, somewhere in that line, I uh, aggravated my back, re-aggravated my back. Uh, the irony of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. making my back hurt worse. So, uh, yeah. So, woke up this morning. Actually, was hurting last night. Took a muscle relaxant. And woke up this morning uh, with my head in the clouds, uh, groggy, could have slept for another couple hours. 
Jeez. I love that, so I love waiting, that feeling when see. you can sleep for another couple hours, but it's like on a day where you, I mean, clearly you can't today or else, yeah, you know, shouldn't. Your yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah, that's hard. Would have been, would have been nice if it was any other day on any other day. <laughs> so yeah. 75 pound chair, yeah. I guess this speaks to its durability, right? It does. Like, yeah. It's a, um, it is a beast and it, um, but it is, it is comfortable. It is adjustable to every aspect of it is adjustable right so like the armrests uh, as as most of them do go up and down you can raise and lower the armrests but you can also move them in and out like left and right rotate mm. them at angles yeah. um uh like there's you know recline function and as you find with most most chairs like this but there's also like a so the recline function keeps the seat in place and moves just the back uh, but then there's also where the whole the whole chair rocks back and forth. So you hear a lot about uh, lumbar these days. What kind of we yeah? There's some... there's a lumbar roller thing that um, a knob that you can turn to adjust the lumbar support. Does anything uh, vibrate or heat up or anything? No, no. Okay. I mean, not in the chair, baby. But, uh, <laughs> Something does, but it ain't in the chair. Something does. I do still have from my crappy Spider-Man gaming chair. I do still have my Spider-Man vibrating pillow which will work with any chair yeah you can put that anywhere you want oh look at that you guys yeah. oh that makes me want one so bad <laughs> and that that goes like right in the lumbar it's like oh uh, so good that's really usb nice. plug uh, vibrating pillow there so to echo somebody in the chat uh they want to know why you you're not sitting in this awesome new adjustable chair. Is it because you're back? Because it's a sta- I stand for TMS. I stand with TMS. Yep, God, every right. day I stand with TMS. That's right. You guys listen, this is important. Yeah. If you're going to stand for anything, let it be TMS. Right. <laughs> As I sit in my Herman Miller over here. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. Uh, hopefully your back uh, begins to, uh, to begin the healing process, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know, I know the problem with the other chair. It was the fact that the, um, the armrest didn't adjust, so I had to. I couldn't pull the desk directly up to my, or pull the chair directly up to my desk, which means I was leaning forward doing my work. Yeah, and uh, and that's a problem if you're if you're leaning in a hunched position for three or four hours a day, uh, it's going to cause problems. Yep, and, I uh, know this feeling as much as anybody. I it's a, probably yeah. the source of all my back ailments is I hunch. I'm doing it now. I'm hunching now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at me. I even got a chair that's meant not to hunch. It's like built not to hunch. I got it. I like back in 2013 when I bought it, it was like twelve hundred dollars. It's like mm-hmm. this is going to be the last chair I ever buy ever in the history of ever. And yet here I am <laughs> hunching. Yeah, like, like a dumbass. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. No. Stop the hunch. Yeah. Stop let's, the let's hunch. Let's uh, all chant. We'll just chant together. Stop the hunch. That's right. Everybody. And we're gonna start uh, playing Marky Mark and the Funky Hunch. Hunt, funky Hunch. Yep. Sure. Then I'm gonna break at noon for. For a nice warm hunch, and then I'm gonna have uh, I'm all out of hunches. I got that's all I got. I can't do it. I'm all out of hunches. <laughs> uh, follow up, folks. We got a follow up. Yeah, that's a big one. Send and receive email. This is from Christine Fletcher. We've been following her closely. She's like uh, Hurricane Fletcher. All right, we got to keep our eye on her. <laughs> That's right, exactly. She wrote in, says, hello, and, friends. And, yeah. and remember, we you know we were talking about this. I think I was the one who initially said, no, that that uh, the recording was definitely Christine's idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So keep that in mind as I read this. Hi, friends. Just to follow up to our last or to our email last week, as you know, as you know, 
I listen to TMS in my car in between appointments for work. When I listen to recommendals, I can frequently be, be seen yelling, quote, say the effing title. All right. Uh, this is at my at my car stereo as I drive. It reached a tipping point on September 28th uh, on that show when Scott said his title in under three seconds. Outstanding, she says. Amazing, yeah. Nicole, wow. 22 seconds. Yay. Brian, 36 seconds. Acceptable, she says. I'll take it. And Randy talked about four minutes and 32 seconds about everything but the title of the show he was so desperate for everyone to watch. <laughs> by the time he, <laughs> By the time he finally said the title... Uh, it was so offhand that I nearly missed it. Turns out Scott was equally uh, frustrated on that particular day, was I? So that's why we were inspired to do our uh, bit glad. Our bit? Oh, glad you liked no, it. your own bit. Glad yeah, she has a dash it. there, which threw me. Anyway. Well, there should be spaces on either side of that dash. Yeah. It should actually be an M dash instead of an N dash because that makes it look like it's a two-part word, bit glad. Yeah, like a, oh, what do you got yeah. there? That's a that's a chicken fork or whatever, whatever you got. <laughs> Is there not a chicken yes. fork? Yes, that that ever popular uh, compound uh, statement, chicken fork. Yeah, got a, got a whole drawer full of those chicken forks. Anyway, um, glad we liked it. Looking forward to recommendals recap. Love uh, love you guys, Kristen, uh, Christine rather. So here's the thing, Christine Fletcher. Um, yeah. We're gonna try to do better. You know, moving forward, yeah. it's all you can do. You can't go back. You can only go forward. I know exactly why I do it. There's like a suspense thing of like, oh, I play the clip. And then we come back from the clip and you guys are like, oh, I don't know what this is. And I do a little more. I try to do a little more setup to build the suspense. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, it's it's this show about this thing. And da, 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 and it's called Blurg. Blurg. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the name. Uh, as soon as that clip ends times. today, you go Blurg as soon as I finish. As soon as you, you finish say, the clip. Yep. Blurg. Yeah. I'll say, exactly. man, I'm not sure what that is. Blurg. Brian, I'll exactly. Say yes. Well, Christine, we'd love more of your uh, more of your funny replies in the form of audio. I love that. I know you guys yeah. aren't just like sitting around with no time on your hands, but I'm just saying, if you get bored and you want to make another one of those, we'll play it on the show. No problem. So do it. <laughs> I also want to give Sorry. a quick shout out to listener Joseph Booten. 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 Uh, the reason I'm doing this is because he just randomly reached out with an email and talked about how much he loves the show and how long he's been listening, and he asked oh. me to play this clip right here. Then you can eat rice! John, that's for you, buddy. <laughs> nice. Or Joseph, not John. Joseph Booten. I said John. It's good to have you listening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed your You Can Eat Rice clip that you requested. Okay. Hey, okay. hey. What if we called Dunaway? What would happen then? I'll bet we could talk him into playing a game, you think? You Feels think like uh, he'd, uh, he'd join us for something like that? Feels like he'd be down. Feels like it. So we're going to try that. Uh, <laughs> I got to get into the phone thingy, too. Because this will be open to you fine folks at home. You can call in 801-471-0462 for this. Hey, look who it is. It's old Brian Dunaway pulling his car up to the curb and barfing out the front window. What are you doing there? What's going on? <laughs> oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Wow. What was that sound? The final. The, I don't know, but Discord really had a blast with it, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> that was great. Uh, you can do that anytime. I like your Foley work. It's good to have you here. It's Brian Dunaway, of course, joins us on Mondays and Wednesdays for this little game we play with you at home. Again, that number is 801 if you want to be a part of today's Tadpooly feud. Uh, let's see who we get. Oh, nobody yet. No calls yet. Okay, we're waiting. We're waiting. Oh, here Somebody comes one. Waiting patiently, patiently. I, th I think we got one. Hi, thanks for holding. Who is this? Hello. Hey, 
It is uh, it is Chuck well, from hello. New Hampshire. Well, hello, Chuck from New Hampshire. It's nice to have oh, you on. How, is this Chuck your first time? I think Chuck's the first. This is your first time, right? I don't recognize no, your voice. I've, I've called in a couple times. Actually, you guys took uh, took my name in vain yesterday uh, and added a. <laughs> Added a um, uh, computerized voice to my email. Oh, oh, that was you. Oh, <laughs> that was me. Yeah, Chuck. Oh, that's awesome. I'm really glad we could do that for you. Uh, fantastic. Well, Chuck, it's good to have you here, Brian. If it's going to explain this rule or this rule, these rules, and tell us what you could win today. Hey, Brian, do that. I'll do that. Uh, it's time to play. You were about to say something though, Chuck. Sorry. We, oh, we did we cut him off? I didn't hear. If we, I'm sorry, Chuck. What'd you say? Yeah, I was I was going to say that I um, I was able to find the Discord uh, link and I had fun filling out all the questions. So oh, right. I am uh, I am ready. Oh, awesome! That's okay, right. okay. Oh, yes, I did get you your, were the one. Yeah, who, yeah didn't need the link. Good. I'm glad you found it. Yeah, right. and I got his follow up email, and that was pretty funny too. So thanks for sending that. Cool. Anyway, Very all right, good. Brian, explain uh, it. Thanks now. for that extra little bit you put in there about my anus. Hey, it's time to play the Tadpool <laughs> Feud. <laughs> I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian now predict the answers that they gave us. And it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Chuck, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working <gasps> with either Scott or Brian. One of the two, but not both. Not both. Not both. Not both. Good people. Both. If your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Red Solstice 2 Survivors. This time it's the Survivors. And Nebuchadnezzar. You gotta oh. say that fast. Nebuchadnezzar. Oh my gosh. These are both really great games. For real. Like uh, Red Solstice 1 and 2 are excellent. 2 is amazing. Nebuchadnezzar is like, um, you know, the old Pharaoh games? Uh, or uh, what, um, I'm trying to think of another. Uh, Caesar 3. Uh, Zeus, oh, yeah, those like okay. city builders, ancient city builders yeah. from the late nineties oh, like and two thousands. Age of Empires kind of thing, ish. And... ish. It's more like yeah. build your. They're ancient empires, but they're. It's more about building your city and less about fighting and stuff. Uh, yeah, um, I love that's. I prefer those. Okay, I'm sorry. That game has now been replaced with something else. <laughs> <Damn>. Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> is an extremely cool, like modern take on it. It's very, very good. I'll buy my own copy to play on my Steam Deck. There you oh, go. That's, that's probably a tough Ooh. one. To play on Steam Deck. You probably need a lot of a big size screen for that one. Well, it would probably work, but you'd have to use those thumb pads almost in- exclusively. I'm not sure you yeah. want to do that. Yeah, but I don't anyway. think I want to do that. Yeah. Anyway. I guess I could always. I, I do have a USB thing plugged into my. Steam Deck, I can use a keyboard with it in my monitor. Totally so. can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the best thing to get, you go, it's super cheap. It's like five bucks on Amazon. They got a little dongle that'll do USB-C into the device, and then it splits out into two, two little USB regulars, so you can have a mouse, a keyboard, and then even fire off a freaking HDMI connection to the TV. Yeah. It's badass. I love Sweet. mine. Yeah. Sweet. Anyway. Okay. Hey, let's get so to your wet. topic. Let's actually play this game that we're sitting here... Uh, uh, getting ready to play, and it's kind of appropriate. Uh, we asked uh, 768 tadpoolers to give their best answer to this. Name a popular video game that most people have in their Steam library. Doubt. Um, uh, Half-Life. 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 Show me Half-Life. Number three. Interesting. Now, now I'm going to clarify before Brian answers anything here. Um, you know, sequels. So Half Life would include Half Life Two, right? Oh, so okay, like that. okay. It's, if it's a numbered sequel or or okay, um, so it's you, you only you you combine the series. You, there's not I, multiples. Yes, only in name though, right? So like, right. Uh, um, trying to think of a good example that wouldn't be on this list. Um, uh, Zelda. If Zelda were on Steam, right? 
Uh, Zelda would include Zelda 2, Zelda 3, Zelda 4, but not Super Smash Brothers, even though that includes Link and Zelda and some other characters from the game, if that makes sense. Right. Makes sense right, to me. Right, right, right. All right. Okay. I wish Zelda was on Steam. I wish. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, two answers will beat that one, Brian. Do you have a guess? I do. I Every person I know who has a Steam library has Portal. Oh. Now, if the Tadpool actually put it in there, I can't say. Show me Portal. Oh, number yeah. one. Nicely that's, done. That's what I was. I also like, I was like, because uh, uh, I know Portal is kind of the sequel to Half Life, but not quite. It's, you know, it's an yeah. offshoot kind it's of thing. Share, it's shared, u- shared universe, I guess, right? That's shared universe, say. exactly. Yeah. At least All right. Say. Uh, that means, Brian, you've got control of the board. You've got Chuck as a partner. Eight answers left on the board. Chuck, How Chuck, do you, Chuck, what Chuck, do you got? Chuck. <laughs> He's got Chuck to say five trying times. To, uh, trying to get rallying in Chuck. Chuck, yeah. Chuck, Chuck. Now, what I'm going to say yeah, uh, is I'm going to say, Chuck, what, what do you think? I've already, <laughs> I've already laid down the portal up there. What do you got? Yeah, Portal's good. I gotta, I gotta rack my brain. I'm more of a retro gamer. I got a, I got a pie so, with okay, like cool. two thousand games on it, going mm-hmm. back to, you know, all the Sega and Super Nintendo games. Um, oh, wow. I, the my son is more of the modern um, gaming. Um, what about? Uh, see, I don't know if uh, if you if you don't have one, that's okay. I've, I've got a couple in my pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me think on that. What do you? What do you? Uh, yeah, what, what do you got there, got? Brian? I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, everybody's got the uh, the the Counter Strike. The that global. Oh man. Their, yeah. You know what? This is library. smart. This is smart. You stick to all the Valve staples, and you'll 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 probably. Yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Counter Strike. Show me Counter Strike. Yeah. Number six. Yeah. CS:GO also in that a, a global offensive or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Now, Sorry. Go ahead. Right now, Chuck's my retro buddy, good friend. And if he doesn't have another, one, I got I got another one in my pocket. If you don't have another <laughs> one, Chuck, or if you're he's still my retro about it. buddy, good friend. I love that. Are they, <laughs> That's right. I mean, are they still are they still playing uh, like Doom or Quake in there? Or um, I am. Or what? What about Overwatch? Is oh. that is that a is that a uh, is that one that would be in um, Overwatch is is exclusive battle. I wish it's exclusive yeah. to BattleNet, but yeah. they don't they don't. Battle, yeah, that's okay. BattleNet. Yeah, my, my, but you're right. That is a hot new game. Yeah, it is. That is a hot new game. Yeah, I played um, some of the new one yesterday. He was he was in the queue with twenty thousand people in the queue playing last week. <laughs> finally got in. <laughs> That was a rough couple of days, man. It was rough. I played some last night, had no trouble playing. It was fine, but it's it had a rough launch. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Anyway, I I often I one of the things I do on my Steam is I will look to see whenever I'm looking for games, I'll look and I'll I'll take a look over on the right hand side and it'll say you know this number of people have this in their library. I always find that fascinating. I got one. I always see. Got one. You got one. Nail it. Chuck, I do got it. one. And this is this is uh, and and Scott, I've been I've been looking at videos of what you've been playing, um, and, and wanting to wanting to try this. The the ship the shipbreaker. Uh, oh, uh, game. oh yeah. yes. 
Well, this will determine whether the tadpole has been influenced by me or not. Yeah, if they've all went out and bought this thing, because I couldn't stop talking about that game. I love that. Yeah, that, that looks, hey, that looks really shut cool. Up and about and, it. and, I, and we, we've got God. the older Xbox, so we don't have the newer one, but it's supposed to be coming to Game Pass. But uh, yeah, it's on Game Pass now. Yeah, yeah you can play it now. But it's on. Yeah. The, but yeah. you got to have the newer Xbox. right? Oh, is it a series? It might be a Series X and S only. Not, I think not it's Series one. X only. I don't think it works on the yeah, older Xbox One. But that's a pain. But anyway, that's yeah. too bad. So that's that's my guess. That's my guess. All right. What do you Let's say do it. There, Let's Brian. roll the dice. Chuck right. says, Shipbreaker, show me Shipbreaker. Uh, oh, man. All right. That's okay. But it, it was, a, it right. was a, a good, good it was a good, it was a good thought, though, because we, we are talking about the, the tadpole. And yeah, and they're influenced. Yeah, yeah, they're influenced by us here. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Team Fortress 2 because uh, that's a big one. Yeah. That's going to be on there, please. TF2. All right. Show me. Tri- uh, t- Team Fortress 2. Trim Fortress 2. Team Fortress 2. <laughs> little trim, tool trim Fortress 2. Trim Fortress. You know what I mean? Sure, look, you know, look at those big points I just earned. Mm, Number 8. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a biggie right there. All right. Uh, now we'll stay that's again. How they, that's how they get you, Chuck. The wisdom <laughs> the wisdom seems to be let's stay within the Valve published games for a bit because they just feel default. So let's go with Left 4 Dead 1 or 2. All right. Yeah. yeah. Any of those Left 4 Dead games... Oh come what? on! Uh, really? The, yeah, uh, they a lot of people said them, but not high enough to make it in the Boo. Uh, in the top. I'm trying to find it in my list here. Boo. Well, not at one all? person said it. One tied person for, tied for 60th wow. place. That yeah. was a massive, really? massive game. Wow. I cannot yeah. believe that that's no one thought of that except one. That's insane. All right, that whatever. Is wild. Whatever. That's huh. all right. Comes back to you guys to put some points on the board. Uh, seven answers, I, six answers still left on the board. I know one that I always see people playing, um, but I'm just never sure. I'm like, sure. would this be on the list? You, did Chuck, you got another one? You want, me to, you want me to throw one out here? No, go for it, man. I'm going to say every time I turn around, some for some reason, they're still playing Rust. People so look I'm you up and down. Oh. Oh, Was there a new update or something game. I've seen? Did Tristan yeah. play Rust? I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, Tristan plays Rust, and it's like, why do I always walk in here when you're uh, completely naked? The, the, your character yeah. on screen is completely naked. Yeah, you start with a out. you start wiener out in that game. You do. You totally do. Yeah. Uh, rocking out with your Rust. Show me Rust. <laughs> mm. Oh, come on. I am surprised by that one, too. That was right, a very I have a different, game. I got a different direction to go in then. All right. Okay, All right. So I, well, I, I, Scott, I felt that one out. All let's right. See, let's see if Scott's able to put something on the board here. I'm going to go with uh, another Valve game. I hope I'm not. Uh, I feel like maybe this is a mistake. I'm going to say Dota 2. Dota 2. Dota 2. Yeah. All right. Dota 2. That's a great one. Show me Dota 2. Are you freaking what? kidding me? <laughs> that, that game, that game is the number one 16. charted game on Steam. If number you go look at stars. In the list. Crazy. If you yeah. look at Steam charts right now, it is the most yeah. concurrent player game right this second. Literally right this minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's insanity. Really? Oh, yeah. So you're, looking, exactly you're, you're on Steam looking at uh, what's popular. It doesn't take much. You is just that... go to, to go to Steam charts. <laughs> <laughs> go to Steam charts. So they... And you'll see it. You got one. one. You got one. Yeah. Number Wait, what you got? What you got, Chuck? What is it? GTA. 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 Grand Theft Auto. That's a good one. That's a good sure. Grand Theft Auto. And uh, let's see. Let's see if that made it on the list. 
Whew, yeah, goodness, Ooh, number finally. seven on the list, and you guys take. The oh, lead that's good back. points, Chuck. That's good GTA, points, Chuck. GTA good. Five being the one that most people said, but uh, Vice City and and a couple other ones people said as well. But I there, lumped them all into one GTA. Right now at uh, yeah. nine thirty seven Mountain Time, there are one hundred twenty nine thousand five hundred thirty one <laughs> people playing Grand Theft Auto Five. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think going no, to but I hold on. This idea, this Steam charts isn't cheating. Translates to tadpole. No. Yeah. I mean, I could say tadpole results. Right. But I could say Nakara Blade Point, and I'd be wrong. That's currently number six. This is just is who's number- playing right this second. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Not yeah. cheating. Give it the shit. Now, when when this was when this was survey was probably taken. I, I'm assuming probably uh, this fall, the summer fall. Ago. Yeah. Summer fall. Uh, Elden Ring would have been hot. On everybody's mind still, I, I or would have been right before Elden Ring. Hmm. Well, Elden Ring was what February, so February just this yeah. year, yeah. What do you think about that, Chuck? What do you think about the Elden Ring, Chuck? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show me Elden Ring. Oh, oh, number eleven. Number eleven was oh. Elden Ring. Yeah. I was hoping so for some good points. All yeah, right, it would have been great if if one like. Three more people said it would have made in the top ten. Would have been great. So Scott, uh, uh, right now Brian's winning. Chuck is going to get these prizes. Uh, if you what? if you answer even uh, two of these correctly, then you'll take the lead. But you can you can run this board out. I believe in you, Scott. I believe I you can know. run this board out. I'm nervous because some of these are they should be right and yet they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, um, but they're not right. Okay. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is a good blanket one because there's tons of them. I'll just say Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Show me Call of Duty. <laughs> Number nine. Oh, All right. Okay. Now you got to run the board. Now you got to do it because uh, oh, three answers well, left I'm thinking, on the board. Four answers left on the board. No pressure here. P- people in the community never shut about Warframe, or maybe it's just two or three people. All I know is every time I'm in the <laughs> tab, it's like, loud people. Warframe. Yeah, Warframe has its fans. What people love that game. Yeah, I wish does. I could get into it. I tried a couple times. I just can't. Uh, that's a free-to-play game. Maybe it's on there. Oh, all right. Um, we can let's... we can look at the chat room too because I'm seeing some you good can, answers right now in the chat room. The look at room. that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, um, ooh, I you like know that what? One answer. I like Skyrim. Let's do Skyrim. Is it on there? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Show me Skyrim. Mm. Number two. Elder okay. Elder yes. Scrolls and Skyrim. Now lumped all those together. That tells me something. Um. How about Stardew Valley? Ah, all right. Show me Stardew Valley, which... Bad answer. Oh, it's on there. Oh, look at that. Number four on the list. Yeah, I need to get <laughs> back into that, especially now. That, that That's like a perfect Steam Deck game. Civilization. Civilization. Okay, all right. Civ. Show Civ. me the Civ. Show me, show me some Civ games. Number oh. 10. Holy we might run it. Scott one, Rowan. One run it. last answer. We tell you to look at the board. Good one. And it's you, on, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's, it's a good one, too, because it's like it's on the, you know, in the middle range there. It's still upper end. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, tadpole. Tadpole certainly what we not seems thinking to be of? focused on one. Uh, what about Destiny? One, one answer. And, uh, I find the whole thing to be suspect. That's what I'm saying. So I find you think it's all su- oh, sus. Oh, Among Us. Yeah. Maybe that's on there. Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> Show me Among Us. Yeah. That clears the board. Well done. 
That means we <laughs> ran the nice board. Much, Brian. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Thank you're, you're, the hint finally leaked through when Brian said sus. And for a while there, I was like, <laughs> what, is that? what, is that what the hell are these sus guys talking, talking about? about right uh, now? Let me yeah. tell you some of the other ones here because it did surprise me these weren't higher. No Man's Sky, especially you know with oh, all man. the recent updates. Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad uh, Tadpole is oh, talking yeah. about Rocket League quite a bit. Witcher, There's Minecraft, mm-hmm. uh, Borderlands, Destiny, Doom, Doom Eternal. Uh, you talked about that one, Chuck. All the Fallout's uh, and Bioshock mm-hmm. rounding out the uh, the top twenty. Oh, interesting. Bioshock. Oh, Bioshock is mm-hmm. is a popular series. I mean, I sure. definitely think of Steam when I think of uh, Bioshock, but this wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have thought that would have been a list. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm surprised Valheim didn't get mentioned. Uh, number twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. Yep. All right. Interesting. Yep. Assassin's Creed, Fortnite, PUBG, Red Dead, Terraria, you, uh, City Skylines, Jackbox. Way down on thirty one. Did I see which one? Wow. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk yeah. is uh, one person said it. I think. Oh no, two people said it. Yes. It, uh, I just beat that game. Like last week, did you? Yeah. yeah. Now I have that on the good old games, but you know I can purchase it on Steam. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I uh, this is this is interesting because it tells me what our what our listener base plays and that we should play yeah, games with I, them. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I, I we we need to keep this list so I can see what I need to be playing with. Right. Uh, this, uh, that's right. Exactly. This this uh, tells me a lot too. Yeah, I'll forge you guys if you'd like. I'll give yeah. you guys the list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's cool. Absolutely. It's like the tadpole playlist, and we'll. I mean, obviously, Among Us yeah. is the easy go to, but uh, there's other stuff. Oh, they're putting out a yeah. Among Us is making a VR version next week. <laughs> oh, oh that's right yeah i did see that we gotta try yeah. that shit dude we gotta we gotta try it's only 10 oh, bucks we gotta do it we gotta stream it yeah. we're totally, we're stream totally it. up for that i'm gonna yeah. do it and i don't know if it means here's what i hope it means that you can have those without headsets can just be in the game and play normally can mm-hmm. is that how it'll work that we'll we'll have our first person walk around hallway thing but others are just playing like i don't know do we all have to have headsets yeah. i assume we all have yeah, to have i don't them. know Oh, that's a really interesting question. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we'll see. That's next week sometime. Anyway, congratulations. Oh, wait, I got to play this. I'm a doc. No, that's not it. Congratulations. <laughs> You're a winner. You're a winner, Chuck. You've won because we cleared the board. So either way, that's you awesome. are a winner today. And uh, I'm very excited about that because you're going to get these great games. Brian, tell him again what he won. Yeah, you won Red Solstice 2 Survivors and Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Stealing for no, I'm kidding. You can have it. Yeah, you'll like that game. Uh, at the very least, Buy your son will like it. Copy. <laughs> it's great. Let me I'll give you use my own money. Let me that give, I earn. Let me give you one hint, though. Uh, one hint is when you're building your and you're in an arid place, uh, it never hurts to make as many aqueducts as possible from the from the nile or wherever the hell it is what river it is lots of lots of water lots of water oh yeah it'll save your town you're not going to get screwed you just do the water and lots of storage that's the other thing it's a great game anyway i appreciate appreciate it guys i I, I, i'm a loyal listener to to tms core uh loving playing retro so yeah thanks thanks for letting me on man hell yeah man it's great to have you chuck have a fantastic time and brian you probably already sent that stuff right it's already on its way uh, no, I haven't gotten his email yet. But, oh, uh, duh! This is someone we need your email. The, yeah, <laughs> I did just post the full list on in uh, the chat, so like it's a little Dropbox download, and I'll give it to you guys too. Nice, uh, Chuck. Just oh, send nice. Brian an email, coverville at gmail Sorry, we, we got your, your call ended before I could tell you. Um, my bad. But I anyway. can't. I can't say Chuck. I'm ruined. Charles Schultz. He ruined my life. I can't not say Chuck like peppermint patty. Mm. Oh, look, oh, look Every, at you. Every time I talk to somebody named Chuck, I have to say, hey, Chuck. Yeah, and then pull the football away. Do you pull Perfect. the football away, or what's your deal? 
What that's, do you do? that's not peppermint patty, dummy. No, but but, that's but Lucy. Lucy does yeah, that, Lucy do that, and she's yeah. a Lucy's a. Let me can can I say this out loud? Lucy's a dick. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a massive. She's around Thanksgiving. Old foxy bitch. Yeah, Lucy. Then. I don't <laughs> like her one bit. All right. <laughs> have you read the Have you read the books? Have you read the book about I've Schultz? Read the novelization, <laughs> the the, the uh, Charlie Brown, your good man Charlie Brown novelization, and I uh, really like the depth that they bring to uh, to those roundheaded characters. Yeah, I'm I can't talking wait about for the, the biography. Oh, oh, okay. I'm talking about the biography where where he talks about the characters and where they came from, and you know what Lucy, uh, what yeah, what Lucy real means to him. In his life, right? Weren't they all? Yeah, based yeah. On, Ex-wives. Yeah. Oh, really? Ex-wives. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, yeah. what about Pigpen? Who is that in his life? Do we know? Uh, uh, that's a good question. What, oh, who is Pigpen? That's told a, me that Lucy like is an ex-wife who's also a psychiatrist who gives her psychiatry away for ten cents. Yeah, and then pulls Abs- the football away from people. That's yeah, one to one. Lucy's yeah. terrible, man. She's awful. Oh, it's his cousin. Oh no, someone in the chat. Sam Jane says she has a cousin named Melissa. Wait, what? Uh, Lucy is my uh, cousin uh, Melissa. What does that mean? Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> she she she's saying that Melissa is just like Lucy. Oh, that's that has oh. similar traits. Got it. She would pull the football away, is what you're saying. Got it. Nailed it. Right. Uh, well, all right. Hey, Dunaway. Yesterday we did a play retro. Speaking of that show, it was great. We had a great time. We talked about uh, Alone in the Dark, the series, especially the first three. Uh, the first one is is kind of a classic. The other two, eh, they're all right. Yeah. You can. Check it out I, I learned to. a lot this past week about our listeners and just people we hang out with in general. Yeah. So many of them didn't never just never played alone alone in the dark. Just nope. never played it. I didn't either, but I thought I was an outlier. But it was it was pretty common. I was and, surprised uh, to hear I that had too. Fun exploring it. Yeah, because it was yeah. a must play when I was. I don't know. I guess you, again, it was such an exclusive club. You had to have a a PC that would run it, which was kind of you know at the time expensive. And I happen to work mm-hmm. for a computer company, so we were getting cheap parts, and so I could do it. But I, I guess not everybody could upgrade their 386 and, and play that weird game. But anyway, did it hold up? Very, very proud very proud of that episode we did yesterday. If you have not listened to Play Retro, uh, that's a great episode to listen to. That's Check right. it out. We yeah. talk about – we don't only talk about that. We also talk about first. Mm-hmm. Who's first? Yep. And – how does how does insemination work? We yeah, talk how about does, it. How do you right inseminate things? Show. Yes, we talk about how to inseminate Wait, things. Uh, you put the wiener in, you move it around. Before you know it, baby. We did not talk about that part. It was much more biological. Oh, oh I missed that part then. Whoops. All right. Hey, Dunaway, <laughs> yeah. bye. All right, he's out. That's the end of him. What's happening? I don't understand what's going on. Well, we hope you all enjoyed that. I always do. And Chuck, congratulations yeah. once again. It's time for some news. name is charles anyway hey it's the news brought to you by by this little roll of kirby stickers that scott made oh yeah look at this so i'm gonna give some of these away i don't know when or how soon but uh they're they're uh <laughs> he's pants wearing actually you know who deserves credit for this um cleo's son drew oh, really? drew an image of kirby wearing pants and it inspired the <laughs> crap out of me <laughs> Colin. uh Colin, that's old. That's awesome. Yeah, so good. So I made a bunch of these, and um, I'm going to cut them up into individual stickers. They're 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 actually, you know, they're they're what do you call those? Die cuts. So die cuts. So they're the shape of Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like Kirby. They're like YouTube thumbnails. You put a little white outline around them. And, <laughs> that's right. All yeah. you need is uh, some big block letters next to it saying, yeah. "Is Kirby the devil?" Yep. Question mark. That's right. So I'm going to send these out. How I'll do it yet, I don't know, but. Uh, 
some lucky TMS peeps will we'll get those. So watch for cool. that. Oh, so cool. Uh, all right. Let's get to this story here about a man yeah. high on a magic man. mushrooms. You, okay. First of all, let's clear this. Let's get this out of sure. here. Have you ever sure. intentionally or accidentally partaken in the magic mushrooms uh, world? Have you ever intentionally had? one time in, and was in Vegas? And how did that? Okay. I talked to a guy just two, three days ago. I'm not going to say his name. I don't know if he wants me sure. to. Who said sure. that that was a life-altering experience? Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. It was right. Mitt Romney. I touched his. Yeah. I touched his testicles. Yeah. Just kidding. That's a long story. Go check uh, out. Life-changing experience. I would say definitely not. I got. I. I. It didn't do much for me. I mean, I could tell that I'd taken something or that I'd eaten something, but it was. Uh, it was so. Yeah. I, I think I like alcohol better. Mm. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what I've because heard. It there- tasted. Horrible. Oh yeah, that's the thing that tastes really bad. So my, yeah. so what I understand from 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 most cases, you got three outcomes when you take mushrooms. One okay. is what you experienced, just kind of like yeah. that was gross, and also this isn't that great. And okay, whatever, move on. Yeah. Then there's the kind that have a very bad trip, like just effed yeah. up, like oh my gosh, Paranoia I'm gonna die. And, and uh, yeah. And then or there's the one where it's like, yeah. then they're the one where it's like the most enlightening. Right. physical, spiritual, whatever experience of their entire lives. visited by the Dalai Lama. Yeah. <laughs> and he touched me gently. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Uh, well, here's a story about a guy who apparently is having which, a great time. Which version did he have? I'm, I feel like he made it so we all had a version of it. But let's, let, I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> okay. all right. A man high on magic mushrooms caused chaos on a flight from Miami. Uh, prosecutors say Chervy Sevilla accused of opening locked laboratory door okay. i hate the word laboratory i hate it laboratory lavatory that's like gymnasium it's right up yeah. there yeah anyway I like but you can say gym and it's fine but i still don't like the shortening lav yeah oh, i don't like the, go lav. the lav yeah agreed that's a bad yeah. it's a bad shortening anyway it's not one it's one thing that he opened that door but he opened it and then twisted the flight attendant's breast Oh, jeez. Yeah. Come in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Tokyo. Tune in. To- um, what is that from? What movie is that? I don't know. 80s movie, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, though. Tune in Tokyo. Oh, my gosh. You just... Stripes, is it? No. Girls just want to have fun? Oh, I don't remember. Somebody the grabs Sarah somebody's... Jessica Parker movie? Somebody grabs boobs, turns them, and goes, tune in Tokyo, and everyone laughs. Oh, I cannot remember. Oh yeah, we have a, people shouting out about a thousand movies at us. Yeah, none of you seem Rainbow to know. Bright really is is uh, convinced though that it is uh, girls just want to have fun. Which, like, talk about your your uh, dark like a deep pull. That was like Sarah Jessica Parker. Wasn't uh, um, a young Julia Roberts in that thing? Maybe I don't remember. I don't think I've seen that movie, which is weird because I know I've seen the tune in Tokyo bit. Yeah, I think somebody needs to. Uh, I think we need the the audio. We need, we need a YouTube video. Oh, here it is. Okay, the movie is from. Uh, yeah. Okay, I have a, I have a clip here. Um, here it is. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Yeah, I found the. Hi, Tiffany. I do. Uh, Tiffany, I was wondering. See, there's this great game called Tune in Tokyo, and I know you'd be great. Okay, this is it. By the way, that's Jonathan Silverman. That is young uh, Weekend at Bernie's Jonathan Silverman saying yep, this stuff. Yep, and he tunes in the Tokyo. Let's see. No one says, they don't say the name of the movie here? What is wrong with YouTube? It's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. So it is that? It is. It's Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which I think now we need to watch for film sake. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. 
That, my mem- yeah. memory on that is so fuzzy, but I only remember the line, which says a lot about my adolescent brain at the time. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy did this thing. Uh, United Airlines, of course, because nothing good happens on their flights ever. Freaking United. No, no exactly. You, you pay more and you get more weirdness. Always. Them and American. Don't know what's going on. Yeah. Anyway, United Airlines uh, flight from Miami to Washington, Dulles International Airport on Tuesday. It was a bad trip in more ways than one after a passenger attacked crew members while high on... I can't ever say this right. Silo, Cybin? Oh, psilocybin. Psilocybin? Psilocybin? Psilocybin. Also known as magic mushrooms, according to the federal prosecutors. According to an affidavit filed in Eastern Virginia District Court, about an hour into a United flight uh, 2116, this dude began exhibiting disturbing and uncontrolled behavior. Oh, jeez. Uh, prosecutor says he broke off a piece of a locked laboratory door. Or lav. You know, <laughs> opening the door while another passenger they was even inside. Say, restrooms are located at the fore and aft of the plane. Please do not congregate in the aisles. They yep. don't even call them lavatories on the plane. No, they don't. And nor should they. Maybe this is a yeah. Europe thing and you guys are fine to do what you want. You have your own Maybe. way. But not here. Yeah. We're done. No. Keep that keep that word out of our country. Keep that bullshit out of here. I'm going to the gym, not the gymnasium. Okay? <laughs> That's right. It's not happening. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, another passenger was in there. Uh, then he wandered around the plane. Then he started running up and down the aisle, clapping loudly near the cockpit and yelling obscenities. Uh, he got in other passengers' faces, started yelling at them, according to an FBI agent. He wouldn't remain seated after flight attendants asked him to, and instead he screamed and outburst grew louder. Uh, he was then at one point laying on the floor, jumped up and twisted a flight attendant's breast after she calmly instructed him to take his seat. Uh, finally, they had to have officers come in and subdue the guy. What a nightmare, dude! What a no nightmare. kidding. Yeah, you. I hope you uh, feel like a dumbass right now. Welcome that guy. to the no-fly list, uh, yeah. pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I don't like it, not one bit, sir. No. Uh, I have a. I have to do a little short business trip to uh, uh, a work trip in uh, November to really? to to Texas, uh-huh. and. Uh, I worked really hard to get Delta on the way down. Yeah. I couldn't get them on the way back for some reason. So who are you flying on the way back? American. Ooh. And I never have had a good experience on American or United. You going to, where are you going? You going to Austin? Uh, no, it's somewhere oh. near Dallas. Uh, I, I don't even remember. I was hoping the... you would see, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jer- Jury and uh, Schwood or something. Do those guys even exist anymore? I don't even know where they are. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, don't they don't talk to they us do anymore. They don't talk to us anymore. I'm not saying it's, I'm not trying to create, there's no dirt here. They just are. No, no, no. Yeah. They've moved on. Whatever they needed, to, whatever they milked out of my teeth, they did it and moved past and moved on to the next cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> It's a joke. I just never hear from them. So I don't I know, know what they're I doing. Know. Anyway, I'm just teasing, though. Don't make a thing out of it, everybody. I'm just kidding. No, no, exactly. I'm no. kidding. Uh, anyway, so this guy's in trouble and probably should be prosecuted for being a weirdo. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Brian, here's one that you'll be really interested in. Yes, yes. Clearly, this headline is all, it says it all. Okay. Your, your future sex robot could be hacked and programmed to murder you. Ooh. Yeah. All right. How's my current sex robot though? That like, one's probably it, okay without a. Just don't update the firmware. I don't have it on Wi-Fi. Yeah. It, I, I basically it's not even on Wi-Fi right now. Yeah. If you don't do auto firmware updates, you'll be you'll be fine. Okay. Good. good. It's your firmware. I just don't want, just don't want her to get bricked. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Let's let's see here. Sorry, <laughs> it's the year twenty ninety seven. Okay, that's the okay. that's what we're All looking right. forward to. You're enjoying that's... the eighty fourth season of House of Cards on your Wi Fi enabled. Yeah, this is a weird way to do. This is a new article too. Of all shows to pick. House of Cards. I think. I think that show. Uh, Kevin Spacey was was kind enough to put a nail in that show. Yeah, it's done. Coffin. They're not making that come yeah. back. And besides, yeah. like pick something like The Voice or something that never ends or exactly. Survivor. Yes, America's Got Talent. It's the eighty fourth season of America's Got Talent. Yeah. Um. Well. Anyway, let's see. Where was I? Oh. Sure. Uh, you're enjoying that on your enabled uh, neuro implant. Okay. Sure. Uh-huh. When your significant other walks into the room, sure she isn't human, but she sure looks like it, and she has that look in her eye that tells you she wants to get a little freaky, Brian. Okay. All right. You float to the bedroom on your hoverboard and begin to disrobe. When boom, the string the, she strangles you to death with her cold robot hands. Your <laughs> sex robot was hacked, and now you're dead. Welcome to the future. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Uh. So anyway, coming from Ridley Scott. <laughs> There's like a there's just this theory that the current technology yeah. for robot companions, which already exist and are relatively advanced, some of these things are like six thousand uh-huh. dollars. That it wouldn't take much in the future for them to get hacked and have them turn on you and kill you. Right. And they actually make a decent. I mean, this is on Yahoo Finance. A it's actually kind case? of a, a yeah. It's a, de- case it's a decent case. Happen? Yeah, it's a decent case about. Hey, if we don't start thinking now about. Um, security stuff for this sort of thing. Yeah. We're going to end sure. up with stories where people got killed in some egregious way by this robot they <laughs> got from Japan. Sure, we, sure we will. Yeah. I okay. mean, it sounds right. again. I feel like a lot of stuff on today's show feels like a Black Mirror reject episode. It totally does. Yeah. This is one of those. So enjoy. <laughs> uh, finally, the iPhone 14. This is important to note because both Brian sure. and I have upgraded this year, waiting for our phones. And uh, yours didn't get here yet, did it? Or did nope, it? nope, okay. still waiting. It's uh, they're saying uh, end of October. So same. Let check it on. Let's check the date now. Mine says somewhere between the 17th and the 27th, which is a big, oh, big it's range. Way better than me. I think they're saying. And you, you did the big fat max job. I did the right? fatty. Yeah, I got the fatty. Did you get it directly from uh, AT&T or... Uh, Through Apple Direct. Yeah, I should have done that. I always do that. Not not for any reason other than that was what my original thing was, so I just sort of stuck to it. I, maybe the AT&T. Yeah. I hear AT&T's actually got some pretty good incentives like for new buyers or something. Like Nick's getting a, a new phone on a new plan, and he's getting it for way cheaper per month than he would mm. through Apple Direct, so I don't know. Maybe that's it. Yeah, because that... Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, good news. We got your pre-order. It should ship by Monday, October 31st. So, Oh, so Halloween. It'll ship by that day. Yeah. It'll <sighs> show up It'll show up in cosplay of some sort. That'll be great. <laughs> That's right. It'll be dressed as one of the uh, Try Guys or something. Yeah, why not? Um, all, all right. right. Anyway, so 14. IPhone, so, iPhone 14. So the iTeam 14 keeps calling 911 on roller coasters. Now, if you think about <laughs> you think about the last event they did, and you'll you'll remember that that uh, yeah. that he got up and talked all about how it'll know if you've fallen or if uh, like that whole car crash. Yeah, that yeah. whole pre- that whole presentation felt like them yeah. saying you're gonna die. You're right. Oh my god, I know. It looked like uh, clips from the new Final Destination, didn't it? <laughs> it did dude. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even make the connection, but it's very Final Destination, and it yeah. and it was hard to avoid because the watch talk was all about this and the phone yeah. and yeah. and it's got the same thing that'll tell you if you've wiped out somewhere. Well, if you get up on a 
a roller coaster, it thinks you're going through crashes. And uh, it's it starts to auto call nine one one if you have it set to do that. Um, so that's Doing not good. For Disney's new ride, Crash Mountain. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, it says the impact experience with simulated car crashes is a lot like this. If the sensors detect you've been in an accident, it will display an alert and call emergency services if you don't dismiss it within twenty seconds. So that's okay. the deal. Uh, when I call law, law enforcement, it plays an audio message that alerts authorities that you've been in a crash and also provides them with your location. That's what's happening to people on roller coasters. Nobody's happy about it. My guess is they're going to have to patch that shit or something. Oh, no. 13 people were just in a crash at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> Damn it. It's our third call today. Why do we? Why are there new crashes every 15 seconds? What's going, what's going on? Uh, I mean, it does kind of... Uh, on the one hand, I think tech like this is pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah, just I'm 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 into the where we advance things like this, but we never think of everything, right? Right. So exactly. like AirTags, how, how- AirTags, same thing. It's like, oh, well, people use it for their luggage and their valuables, their whatever. <laughs> but yeah, but then right. some psycho buys one, sticks it underneath the just car, some girl going to the high school, his girlfriend or stuck yeah. an ex, or yeah, exactly. I mean, it's I don't creepy. know if that actually happened, but I'm sure it could happen if it hasn't. Right. Right. So you got to think of these things. Our products are really good at stalking people. Product stalking. So, thank goodness, like it looks like uh, Corinna Sam Jane. They're they're oh, they need to block out all areas that have roller coasters. Yes, exactly. Don't make it so that we have to turn it off and then remember to turn it back on. I don't want to have to do that. Just make it so that when you're in the confines of Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, uh, Universal Studios, Beelitches, mm-hmm. all that stuff, that it that it doesn't. Like if you're within the confines of the park, it doesn't do it. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, because I love the feature, and I think it's a great, it's a smart, a smart thing to do. But do you think they could turn it off selectively so it's not the parking lot and places you could be in an accident? That's the thing, right? I mean, they'd have to really have it, have it, got a uh, with a narrow focus of area. Yeah. To say. Uh, and the know, thing is, if you if you wipe out on the ride. Let's say the ride yeah. malfunctions and three people fly <laughs> off of it. And the ride crashes. Then they'll will everyone's going to call 911 anyway. Right. Yeah, you don't have to worry about oh no, the my my space coaster just went off the tracks. I'd better call 911 because I'm sure the the 17 cameras that are focused on this ride, nobody's watching it. <laughs> yeah. Calling 911. Yeah. I think they need to do just this. I mean, you just block it out. Unless they're going to tweak yeah. the tech somehow or say uh, have the phone say you're entering an area known for reacting with this technology would you like to mute right. it for the next 20 minutes or you know maybe they'll do something like that i don't know there you go that's a really good idea you're entering disneyland do you want to mute crash protection for an hour or a half a day or something like that see we have solutions there's problems in the world we do. But brian and we i do. all about the solutions. it's it already knows that you know when i've when i get a movie ticket and it says oh you're going to see blah 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 uh, amc theaters I will set your phone on do not disturb automatically for the next two hours. Damn like, great. Perfect. Damn do straight. this for, make it mandatory and make it work for everybody. That's right. By the way, we're, we're, uh, we couldn't get tickets to see how they run. Yeah. It's leaving theaters, which it's supposed to be really, really good. Sir Ronan and, uh, um, Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah. I heard about uh, I heard old this Hollywood was, uh, murder mystery thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Leaving theaters, we're not able to get tickets, so we're actually going to go see Amsterdam. Just as like, well, you know, it's it's not reviewing very well, but I still want to see it because I like David O. Russell. 
Yeah, how is a David O. Russell movie getting panned so hard? That's weird. Know, and I that know. cast I, looks insane. The cast, I know. It's like such a great cast. What's going on? Rami <laughs> Malik and and uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy and yeah, and her two yeah. eyes. Like you got to get going there. Two eyes on each side. That's a trap. <laughs> like the McDonald's toys. Anyway, hey, we're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. Uh, that'll be fun. And then after that, we'll cool. have recommendals. So stick around. Brian, play a song, though, before we do anything. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. This this uh, this song builds, but the, the hook in the chorus is what made me give it like two or three replays. I love this thing. Um, this is uh, pop singer-songwriter Grace Carrasca. She's got a brand new single called Torn. She is uh, also a multi-instrumentalist and uh, an indie an indie artist. She's born and raised in small town Connecticut, and uh, uh, she's been inspired. No no surprise, inspired by folks like Taylor Swift, Lord, Carol King, and Alanis Morissette. You'll hear that in this. I I even pick a little bit of uh, um, uh, shoot. Now I'm losing the the name. Uh, Fra- uh, Francis Bean. Well, because all I can think of is Natalie Imbruglia because the song is called Torn. Here's the brand new <laughs> singer called <laughs> Grace. Here's the new song called Torn from Grace Carrasca.
have been racially and culturally insensitive, but I've learned and I've grown. I'd like to dedicate this broadcast to the blacks and Mexicans. Big milk, big nipples, big life. Greetings, Earth Lady. May I interest you in some guacamole? This is the morning stream. And we're back. Hey, who is that yeah. song? That was so good. Was that good? Yeah. Was that was that chorus awesome? Grace Carrasca and a brand new single, "Torn." Nice. I'm yeah. torn. Did you did you get that, Christine? Did you hear the back announce of this song so you can find it, Christine? Well, we won't know till she calls in later and lets us know. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, look what time it is. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. Our resident technology master has joined us, you guys. Stand back and look out. It's Tom Merritt. Hey, Tom, what's up? Oh, where is he? Where Stand is where back. has he gone? Where has my computer gone? As the meme says, long time passing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got we got uh, all kinds of things happening this week. I, I usually the autumn is when all the companies trot out their their wares, mm-hmm. try to get things out there ahead of the holiday shopping season. Uh, so we had Google announce their Pixel uh, last week, the new phone, the new Pixel Watch. Uh, yesterday, Meta rolled out its its new MetaQuest oh, yeah. uh, Pro VR headset. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, today, Microsoft at Ignite uh, announced uh, pretty iterative uh, new versions of its Surface laptops, although there's an ARM-based uh, Surface 9, uh, as well as a new iterative Studio 2 Plus and a designer app that incorporates Dolly 2. Mm. Oh, weird. Oh, really? That's pretty interesting. So... Wait a minute. How so? How is that? How does that work? Explain yeah. that one. I was gonna, I was like, oh, we're gonna talk about that new Quest uh, Pro thing, and it'll be we can, interesting. We can. I'm happy. We to. still should, but we I'm still should. The, yeah. yeah. But my curiosity yeah. and Brian's, we require uh, uh, sustenance here. Give it to us. How do you, how people, do you integrate? <laughs> I was going to say, I think we'll have plenty of time to talk about the headset because uh, I too saw this. Like, ooh, that's interesting. How are they doing it? Uh, and the answer is. You can start with a text description like you can on any of these other text-to-image generators, and it'll give you a picture. Oh, okay. So it's that simple then. And then, and then from there, it's like Canva or any of those yeah. things where you can like then then manipulate and stuff. It, it is kind of cool that in a designer app like Spark or Canva or, or any of those, uh, you can start with like, okay, give me a, you know a horse riding through a field of poppies, uh, and then it'll give you that, and you can then start editing from there instead of having to start from scratch. So mm. it's it's kind of a neat way to take something like Dolly 2 and put it in a designer app, but it's also sort of obvious once you think of it, you're like, oh yeah, I guess that's what you'd do. Yeah, of course you'd do that. Um, yeah, I, I, by the way, you just said Spark and it reminded me, I completely missed when this happened. It confused the crap out of me, but Adobe changed Spark to and they now call it Express, Adobe Express. Which is oh, fine. right. I've forgotten that. Veronica will be very upset with me for forgetting that. Yes. <laughs> but I but I, I didn't even know they did it. So I was looking for the wrong app for a while going, I like that yeah. app. Where is it? I swear well, it's called Meta, Meta has a VR related developer app called Spark as oh, well. Oh, well, maybe they're just shuffle. I don't know. Adobe does this. They change their stuff all the time and mm-hmm. you never know time. when they're going to do it. Uh, all right. Well, that is interesting and in, in, uh, to some degree, but let's talk about that that headset i feel like that headset leans harder into what you have said on here and on dtns many times which is 
the the real not, not the real money, but there's money in the consumer market and it's growing. But the real place to like really plant your flag and get the underpinnings of stuff going on is kind of more enterprise focused stuff. And a fifteen hundred dollar headset partnered with Microsoft, uh, you know, all this sort of stuff seems like that's one of these plays. Yeah, is that what this is for? It's for work, I, right? Y- yes. Yeah, thank you. I don't have to add anything to that. That's exactly my take. I, yeah. I, I wonder at the messaging that Meta used in introducing it because they sort of acted like they were talking to consumers while they explained that this was for business. Right. Uh, so they had the CEO of Accenture, Julie Sweet. Uh, they had the CEO of Microsoft, Satya Nadella. Uh, they talked about a partnership with Adobe. Uh, and and Accenture, they have like seven hundred thousand plus employees, mm. so they can they can buy just a smattering of these and and give Meta enough of a client base uh, to make money off this thing. Mm-hmm. But I saw all the reporters trashing the announcement, saying they didn't justify this, they didn't explain it well, and and I agree with them from the consumer standpoint. But I don't think that's what this is for. No. So it is a bit of a muddled message from Meta. Uh, in, in their announcement about it. But but yeah, this is uh, meant for the workplace. This is meant for, hey, uh, do you want to have huge collaborative uh, spaces that your employees can work in uh, with like great big monitors, some augmented reality stuff that you can interact with? Uh, because if, if, if anybody missed the announcement, the, you know, the big thing about the quest pro is that it has color pass through mm-hmm. so you can see the world around you in color you can you can see the world around you in the quest 2 right now but it's kind of grayscale right yeah. this would be full color so that you know four people could wear these headsets stand in a, in a room and work on a project that had some virtual element and everybody gets to see it in you know the right perspective and and all of that and apparently it's very comfortable from mm-hmm. from what everybody said who tried it out the battery is curved and in the back which makes the balance really good, even though it's a couple hundred grams heavier than the Quest Two. Right. Uh, it's it's well balanced and very soft and comfortable. Yeah, which is very front heavy on the current Quest Two, and that's to be expected with most current headsets. So that yeah. that seemed nice, and they also shrunk that partly because of the battery, but shrunk that front end by forty percent. So yeah. you've got a much. We're getting closer to what I think the ultimate is, which is a smaller, flatter. You know more wearable the, the lenses are 40 percent thinner exactly right. right which is pretty cool um battery life is is less but again but it's again one to two hours it's like, pretty uh, bad but for for a workplace thing where you could have that plugged in while you're doing it yeah, like exactly. I, I to me that all fit if you took your brain out of this is not for consumers it all made sense to me the problem yeah. is their messaging felt like their, their consumer messaging is the same tone and so i, I don't know that they they were preaching to the right choir. You know, there was a choir to listen. <laughs> I don't think they were uh-huh. preaching to the proper choir in this case. <laughs> and I think they'll probably do fine with it. Um, I think also a lot of people are expecting another consumer grade one to hit yeah. like a three yeah. uh, quest three or some sort of iteration on that. That didn't happen yet. So, you know, I don't know why I, this idea of being disappointed by the announcements a little weird to me. Cause I just don't think it was aimed at us. It, um, it, it's a little bit like everybody was excited uh, for the the brand new MacBook, uh, and Apple instead announced a very good workstation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, "Well, yeah. hold on, 
that's ugly and and practical. That that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, and and honestly, I'm not even saying the Quest Pro is ugly. It's it's actually quite nice looking as far as VR headsets go. But yeah. but yeah, it is it is very. I don't know. If I had to reverse engineer their messaging, I would think they understand that everything they say is going to be interpreted by consumers, mm-hmm. no matter what they do. Right. And so they also know that they're going to sell these things in private meetings to enterprise. So they had a minimum amount they needed to get out there so that enterprise people looked at it and said, oh, it's got that and that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll answer that call when Meta wants to try to sell me these. Uh, and they did that. And then the rest of the messaging, they tried to explain to the consumers like, hey, but here's what's cool about it. And here's what you can do with it, you know, and 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 it's only going to get better. Right. They kept talking about like this is the beginning and down the road. And and so obviously this is going to lead to a consumer version down the road. But I think everybody wanted whether they, they should have expected it or not, wanted a, a high level quest three, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, right. and that's not what they gave us. No, that is not it. Um, I will say that. Uh, the one thing that ex- excites me about the device that is a innovation on uh, over the Quest 2, and that is facial recognition cameras uh, mm-hmm. up front. They kind of bend down. Here, Chad, I'll show you a picture if I can get this to disappear. So they they there's these three little cameras up front. Well, I think one of them is just like a front facing, but the other two are aimed inward and mm-hmm. will be able to tell that you're smiling, that you're frowning articulate the virtual lips in the virtual world to match what your lips are doing in real time. That's, that's kind of a big deal when you're talking about, uh, Hey, there's a thousand people in this meeting and I really want to get the emotion of these people, not their just deadpan avatar facial facial language. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Up till now it's been microphone enacted movement. So if you're, if you're in like uh, one of their virtual worlds that meta makes um, horizons, for example, and you see somebody talking, it's actually kind of cool, but all it is is the lips are reacting to sound. This is like, no, this is reading your lips and then translating that into expression. And, and eyebrows and, and facial expression and stuff. It, what an emoji can do with your phone pointed at your face, this can now do as well. Yeah, that's because actually a great comparison. That's exactly yeah. it, right? So anyway, I, I'm excited just to see the use cases, but I'm not buying this. It's not for me. It's not, it's not meant for me, you know. It's certainly out of my price range, too. Yeah, like fifteen hundred bucks. I get it. You know, you're oh, gonna have. And now you both say that, but I just I have to ask. Yeah. Uh, on behalf of uh, sure. uh, on behalf of the users, uh, if this was from Apple, would you pay fifteen hundred dollars? <laughs> I don't think I would. Uh, I still uh, the price. That's such a high price. If it were, <sighs> I'd pay five hundred for Apple. Five hundred, I'd do. Scott's yeah. already tried to pre-order it. I can tell. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like, what? Apple? And you no, know what? If, no. if Apple, what, what's the benefit of the Apple one would do, though, right? Like, I've got an iPad. I've got an iPhone. I've got an iMac. What, you know, what do I need? Well, okay. What you what, need is Tim Cook up there showing you how amazing it is, and he thinks you're going to love it, and then you'll press right. the buy button. It's yeah. entirely Look possible. Look at our demonstration of Flappy Bird. <laughs> Look how clear and crystal <laughs> the those pictures are as you get through those pipes while you're flapping your and, little and wings. how... Their new uh, camera sensors can mimic the human face better than anything you've seen before. Ever. We've brought Memojis into the VR headset and all the meta fans like, wait, but didn't they just do that back in the... And then we'll pretend, no, they didn't. Apple invented it. That's what'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and actually, uh, all kidding aside, we expect to hear from Apple about an augmented reality, mixed reality headset 
uh, after the first of the year that will be consumer oriented, they think. Mm. Uh, and expect the headlines to be Apple blows Meta out of the water with blah, 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 blah. I, I look at it as Meta wants to lock up all of these these company contracts right now for its headset before Apple comes to the market with something that companies are like, well, it's not really meant for enterprise, but we could use it. But it'll work. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, or or how about this? They have a $1,500 to $2,000 model for enterprise. They call it the, I don't know, Apple headset, I, I, Eyeballs Pro, Pro whatever. Pro. Pro. Yeah, whatever it is. Pro. Pro. Whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Pro Max something. And then they make a <laughs> consumer grade level one, which I would expect to be between $499 and $599. And, yep. they, and they double tier it. And then now, now they cover it all in one announcement. And even and, if they don't do that out of the gate, that would be their strategy at some point. Right. Yeah, yes. And if yeah. they do this, I want Tim Cook to walk around with a thing on his head the entire half hour presentation. <laughs> Just walk around. You, you want to reveal that the whole thing has been in VR the entire time. <laughs> you notice. Oh, shit. Tom's right. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. Oh, gosh, dang yeah. it. All right. Well, I'm not even really standing here. Look, it's, <laughs> that's part of the product. The amazing thing about our avatars is this is one. <laughs> that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate how it. right you're probably going to be about this. Now I'm annoyed. <laughs> now I'm not buying one. Anyway, um, Tom Merritt, it's always good to discuss these issues here because later we parlay a lot of this into uh, DTNS. Uh, all the stuff you've been looking up all day is going to end up being there. And it's going to be great because Wednesdays I get to be on. Sarah will be there today. We have Will Smith joining us. Uh, not well, the actor. Sarah's not here. Sarah's not here today. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to burst all of Scott's. That's bubbles. right. Burst yeah, all the yeah. bubbles. You know oh, more about your oh, schedule. Sarah's not here today because it's her birthday. Mm. Uh, and so happy birthday, Sarah. Uh, and Will Smith uh, let us know that he he may or may not be able to make it after all. Oh. We're still waiting oh, no. to, to find out. Um, so, yeah, he had a, a family thing. Uh, so hopefully he can make it. Uh, if he can't, we'll reschedule. Uh, either way, we'll, we'll be talking about the RTX 4090, either with Will or, or with Scott, uh, or just, you know, the, the three of us. Roger will join in, of course. And of course. we'll be talking about all these Microsoft announcements, too. There you have it. So either here's the guarantee. I'll here's be the there. tease. Tune in and find Tune out. Tune in and find out. Exactly. Perfect. All right. Tom Merritt, he is, he is, uh, oh, do you have anything else going on you want to promote or tell people about? Oh, anything? yeah. Um, been having a great time with the Word Podcast. If you haven't checked out awordpodcast.com, uh, last week, Jen Briney from Congressional Dish was on talking about disasters and our fascination with disasters, both disaster movies uh, and just like preparing for disaster. Uh, so that is a super fun conversation. She's always great to talk to. And then this week, we have Andrea Jones Roy. Uh, Heaton fans will know them from appearing on uh, the Political Orphanage, but uh, Andrea talks to us about um, uh, identity mm. uh, and 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 what it means to to have an identity and how we play with identity and all of that. Uh, so that's all at a wordpodcast dot com. Uh, the Andrea episode coming this Thursday. It's an excellent show. You guys do go sub to it. Uh, Tom is also Ace Detect on Twitter. If you want to follow him there, Tom will see you a little bit later for DTNS. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Yep. 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 Boop. 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 Yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm never. I'm never. I don't think I'm ever paying fifteen hundred bucks for a no. VR headset. That's an easy. That's that. They made it very easy for me not to be tempted by that new headset. Yeah. Honestly, is what they did with that, which is fine. I'm glad they did. Yeah, it's totally fine. And yeah. look, the Quest eight ninety nine. I'd be like, oh man. Yeah. Five hundred bucks. I jump on it. I don't not, even like the extra hundred they're charging now for the Quest Two. That annoys me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just increased it. Um, probably because they 
they probably know that there's not a lot of competition for a bit here. Um, so they can do right. I don't actually know why they up the price. It can't just be maybe it's just inflation parts. Because we can. Because they can. Freaking Zuckerberg needs a brand new ba- a bed or something. Bed? Why would he want a bed? Anyway, hey. Uh, Her shoes. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything good. That, that'll work. Uh, who we add into the thing now? Oh, yeah. Randy and, and Nicole. That's who. Yeah. Uh, if I could just get their names here. Hold on. Okay, here we go. This is it. This is, this is going to be great. We're going to do recommendals. It's very exciting stuff. And how do I know? Because I play this thing right here. Welcome to Recommendals, where we talk about streaming stuff and uh, make recommendations based on our tastes and likes. Joining us today, Nicole Spag. Hi, Nicole. Hello. How are you? Oh. Am I too loud? No, you sound fine. No. So oh, okay. Yeah, you sound good. I thought I, I, I upset Brian. No. <laughs> no, no. I said, I didn't say no. I said hello. Yeah. Hello. That's, oh, that's just the Mark noise he makes. Sound panels for me. Oh, oh, no worries. Goody. Oh, yeah, that'll be good because you got a lot of e- uh, echo there, but that'll that'll be good. Yeah, as long as we don't hear you flush, uh, it should be just fine. <laughs> uh, also joining us, Mr. Randall Deluxe. Hello, Randy. Welcome back. Oh, good morning, morning stream. I have the windows open because oh. it has been raining, which is like so exciting here. Yeah, it's, it's rare. raining, so we've been listening to the rain. So it might you might hear a little thunder maybe behind me. I was told it just... never. I was told it never rains in Southern California. What happened? Well, you know, I, I mean, they put Disneyland here for a reason, right? Mm, that's uh, true. I, uh, I mean, it's raining at Disneyland today, and that's sad. I guess. Oh, I have, I have friends. My Splash little my, mountain all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Take it off the mountain, give it to everybody. But I've got I've got friends like two doors down are all in uh, Disneyland today, and uh, that means they're getting rained on. So I hope they're hope they're having fun. <laughs> yep. Go to the water water attractions. May as well. May as yeah, well. May You're as already well. wet. Yep. Uh, well, anyway, it's good to have you both here. We're going to talk about some stuff we've all seen, and uh, I know a couple of us have gone full Halloween this this uh, this week, which is fun. Yeah. But let's find we'll, out we'll see. what Brian uh, uh, brought first. Uh, Brian, you're you're kicking things off with this clip. What do you got here? I'm not one of them. This is a uh, clip uh, you're going to hear among others. You're going to hear Naomi Watts. You're going to hear uh, Andrew Lincoln. Uh, from Walking Dead, and uh, they're going to be they're going to be talking with an Australian accent. What? 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 I know he's British, but I've never heard him do yeah. Australian. So here we oh, go. About to. All right. Honestly, it's the first time I felt normal since the accident. When I'm kayaking, I look like everyone else. All I'm saying is, it's very hard. You've got your work. Sam's often alone. She likes her independence, Jan. But she can't walk. Oh. I'm right here, Mum. How much independence should she have? Um, I'm three feet away from no, you. No, really. Please. What if something awful <gasps> happened? Oh, God. She has um, a phone. No, Jan, no she'd call. What if she couldn't reach a phone? Oh, what if it wasn't charged? We don't talk in what ifs, Jan. We live our Jan, life. Oh, yes. All fun and no responsibility. Look where that's got you. But now I just lie awake at night, worrying. And I don't? All I ever do is worry. I worry if I'm too happy in front of Sam or too sad in front of the boys. I worry if I should take them to the beach or if that's us being selfish. I worry if if I do too much 
for Sam or not enough. I, I worry. Know. I worry Sam can't walk because I moved her after no, she fell. No, darling, that's got nothing to do with it. The Believe me, said. Jen, I worry. He sounds a little British in it. He well, he is a little British. <laughs> you know, well, I, I know, but I mean, like, he doesn't sound like. Yeah. Is he trying to do Australian? I couldn't. I tell. think he's trying to do a little bit of an Australian accent. Yeah, and it's it's more apparent in other parts. Uh, the name of this movie, Christine, is uh, Penguin Bloom. Uh, this is a uh, <laughs> yeah an Australian uh, film. Twenty twenty came out. Um, starring, like I said, Naomi Watts and uh, Andrew Lincoln. By the way, do you know Andrew Lincoln's uh, real name is Andrew James Clutterbuck? No. <laughs> yes. Isn't that far better? Like, That's so great. Andrew yes. Clutterbuck. Yeah. Must have, must have changed it before Cumberbatch came out. Like, right? You know, like <laughs> before they launched the Cumberbatch. Yeah. That's a yeah. good point. Exactly. I really I like him, but I was I was I was listening for like a kind of a choral moment, you know, yeah, like where I'd right, hear it. Right. But yeah, back in the house, in audio on. only, I can't. I wouldn't have known that was Andrew Lincoln. Interesting. Yeah. yeah no, film. it's it's uh, it was hard to pick out. Yeah. Uh, he's also not holding signs up that say uh, pl- "Tell your husband <laughs> that it's carolers outside." Um, this is uh, so the movie's called Penguin Bloom. Uh, this is a movie about a woman who suffers an accident. You're kind of you're kind of coming in on this family shortly after this accident that um, uh, occurs to the mom or happens to the mom and and breaks uh, one of the um, uh, one of the bones in her spine to where she's paralyzed from the waist down and the family's getting adjusted to it um, however she's finding um, a new a new excitement in life by kayaking but also in a bird in a weird baby magpie gotta say also your australian magpies look a lot different than american magpies not as slick they look a lot cuter oh they're better over there you're saying okay i'm so glad you got to the bird because netflix has advertised this to me here and there Yeah. yeah and i always stopped and went i'm not sure like i see a woman in a wheelchair with a corvid and I'm not sure it's going to, I, you know what I mean? Like I need that bird yeah. to be a good uh, right. actor and to live. Basically I need to live. Mm. I, I, you know? uh, the bird is a great actor. Oh my God. Great. This is okay, like, good. Yeah. Uh, there were times that I was surprised that it wasn't a CGI bird because of the stuff that they were making this bird do or that this bird would do incredible animal handling uh, for this movie. Oh, but so the glad. bird, you know, it, it sounds like a predictable story, right? Oh, this, you know, woman is paralyzed. They have this baby bird that they take in that that's injured, that can't fly. And through the bird's growth with the family, the, the mother finds her way as well. And it does sound like it would be that predictable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's predictable like Coda is predictable there the this movie reminded me a lot of the movie coda mm. okay you're, so you're, yeah, yeah like uh, in coda you're you can predict that no one's gonna re- regain their ability to hear <laughs> right yes right exactly wow. and you're kind of you're you kind of know that uh naomi watts you know spoiler alert she does not get the power the ability to walk later on the film okay. but it's uh but but by that same comparison of coda where you've got a movie that relies so much on the chemistry of its actors to portray a family and make you believe that this is a family. Um, the the same thing happens with Penguin Bloom. You really start falling in love with this family, especially Naomi Watts and Andrew Lincoln and their dynamic and their frustration, both with her injury and, but also this almost walking on eggshells that everybody has to do around her. And, uh, uh, it's it's got so much heart, and I felt 
you know, it's it's almost like I'm recommending Nicole's recommendal this week because this oh, feels like good. something that you would have watched with the kids and Nicole, which is which is great. Um, here's the one of the best parts about this thing. It's based on a true story. Everything that and oh. I did some looking up to see, well, all right, is it just inspired by a true story? No, it's completely like this this bird exists and then the the family and she went through this thing and she became this um this incredible kayaker a kayakist uh yeah what are those kayakers or kayakists yes kayak kayak uh kayaksons kayaksons uh, that's even better kayaksons um (laughs) it is uh yeah this thing is on it's on netflix it's got so much sweetness and heart to it that you're going to fall in love with these characters and these people. And, uh, and once again, the movie is called penguin bloom. Got that Christine. I'm so glad, man. I, I, uh, I know that this movie was nominated for a bunch of Aussies and talk about an award that no one really pays attention to. Like (laughs) I I, I could name, I can name all five of like the uh, nominated films out of yeah. the Australian Academy and you've never heard of one of them yeah. except apparently now penguin bloom. Mm. Uh, like that's a, that's a good, uh, sounds you know, nice. Good highlight. Is this under the Netflix name, like an original type thing or no? Is no, it, I don't okay. think so. Um, uh, the it's funny for based on a true story, the production house is made up stories. Oh, wow. Is <laughs> the, the company. So it's kind of, uh, kind of, uh, uh, funny. Well, I take that back. Theatrically released in Australia by Roadshow Films and digitally in the United States by Netflix. So they might might call this a Netflix. Oh, they probably original. do. I don't yeah, know. they do yeah. that with a lot of foreign stuff. So I was curious. Uh, Jackie yeah. Weaver. I know you mentioned her. She's um, uh, the older lady in the in the clip you played. Oh yes, I love her, and yes. I just want to put it out there. You've probably all seen movies or TV shows with Jackie Weaver. You just may not know it. She's freaking fantastic. She's so she good. Is. She's in Palms, yeah, which is Silver not even Lin- a good she's movie. She's the mom in Silver Linings Playbook. The the poor put upon mom that you know is, uh, uh, yeah. You've seen her in a ton of stuff. I love her. She's awesome, and and she's great. She's great in this. Oh yeah, she's in uh, Yellowstone as well. Yeah, very good in that se- five, season five of Yellowstone, I believe. She's great uh, in that. Four, four was it? Okay, I knew yeah. she was in there, but she's just awesome. So if you want to see like a killer Australian actress that you've seen a million times and didn't know it. She also fakes American really well. She does. Jackie Weaver. Um, all right. She said four husbands and three partners. Oh, that's a lot of. <laughs> it's a lot of. She gets around. Yeah. Yeah. And this and this director, right? Not really well known for anything. Glendon Ivan. I've never heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not is. even like there's not even a blue underline on the Wikipedia uh, for Penguin Bloom, uh, for Glendon Ivan. So I'm guessing this is uh, his or her first first movie. His, his other his other was called Safe Harbor, and I just don't I don't know. I don't know what that is yeah. either. These are Australian things. Lots of TV, yeah, uh, stuff like uh, yeah, stuff I've never heard of. So good job, Australian man, you've done it. Glendon yes. Ivan. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Penguin right. Bloom. On Penguin Netflix. Bloom, everybody. All right, now I'm going to do one from Shutter. So I'm going full uh, Halloween here. The order today, by the way, is you, uh, then me, and then Nicole, and then Randy. That's the order. Thank you. I'll get our icons in order on uh, (laughs) quicktms.li. Fantastic. Does it actually make it harder by me mixing them up every week? Not not a bit. Uh, Basically, I type a name into the CSS class, and it automatically updates your icon. Nice. 
Yeah. Look at you fancy web man over there. All right. <laughs> I just don't have a I don't have a title card for Shutter in there, so we won't have one. Oh yeah. Well that's <laughs> fine. Uh so this is on Shutter. It's also AMC Plus, which I guess AMC, whoever owns AMC owns Shutter, which is fine, whatever. But I've been watching a lot of Shutter stuff because I'm into Halloween this year and I watched a whole handful of horror movies. And this one stuck out to me, and I thought I was gonna hate this one. This is the one I was most concerned with. Here's okay. the clip. Like I say, on the astral plane, there's no language. If you bear in mind that the laws are different from from what they are here, so you might be able to talk to a pet. Yeah, absolutely. Do we light these now? Yes, go ahead and light your candles. Yeah, The candle is going to be our guiding focus and it's going to encourage the, the spirit. It will give them almost a beacon to come towards. So what I want you to look out for are the kind of response that you might get from spirit. All right. that's If that sounds like a Zoom call... <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a Zoom call all the way from Scotland. Has yeah. this movie been handled by an email? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, it is It is exactly that. The entirety of the movie Host, Christine, you listening? Host, um, on Shutter. <laughs> you get a timer on that? Is, uh, is, uh, is the entire premise is there's uh, a bunch of friends, old friends, college friends, that are getting together during the pandemic. This came out in 2020. And again, everything I'm saying to you annoys me too, all right? So I've said it's a Zoom call the entire movie. I've said it came out during the pandemic and we're like riffing on, oh, hey, we're all separated, so we got to do Zoom calls. Let's make a movie about that. I hate all of this too. I know what you're all yeah. thinking, okay? But my gosh, the movie host is scary as hell. And I highly recommend this uh, to anybody who likes... It's sort of found footage by... <laughs> By by design, but not really. The idea is not that they found this footage, but the, it's treated like a found footage thing. Everyone's pretending like they're real people. They're having a real call. And that's what sold me in this movie directed by Rob Savage. Uh, these characters feel as real as any bunch of friends would on a Zoom call. Like it's it doesn't ever it doesn't ever do that cheat that I hate so much where there's no way this camera angle would be correct in a a lot you know like the way paranormal activity has its scary moments but there are moments where you're like okay that angle wouldn't happen like you wouldn't have that footage or whatever this doesn't break any of those rules it stays within the zoom call the entire time it has some of the scariest freaking stuff i've seen in a while um it's not horrifically bloody or anything but the hauntings that happen it's all like you know bringing spirits to life what you heard there was was basically these college friends got together because the girl in America, uh, played by Haley Bishop, says, hey, we should all get together. Uh, this is all implied, but we're all going to get together and have a fake seance over Zoom just as a laugh. We're just going to have a good time with this. And I have a friend who's a spirit communicator, and she lives in wherever she's from, Scotland or something. And she's going to come on and do this for us. And these people are scattered, scattered all over the place, all over the world, and they're having this call. And it's like six women and one dude. And... um it just feels authentic from moment one to the very end. And there's some, it's scary, dude. It, just, it really got under my skin. Um, it, I highly recommend this movie, even though I know these two tropes, I said, live stream, pandemic, all this. Mm-hmm. I know that it sucks almost by default. I get it. <laughs> We're sick of the pandemic. I get it. And they don't focus on that at all. It's just, here's where we are. And this is how we have to communicate. And there is a real sense of this movie understood the kind of just under the surface tension and anxiety everybody was feeling during that time. 
and and you can feel that this is like, well, here's some friends just trying to have some fun in all of this, even though we're all stuck at home, maybe we can make something out of it. But then it turns out these spirits and hauntings are real. And man, there's one where the ladies, you know how you can have like a background video playing the whole time behind you, like green screened. Yeah. It's just a picture of her coming out of the bathroom, brushing her teeth and going back into the bathroom, coming back out, brushing her teeth, going back in the background. I don't want to give anything away about that scene, but man, that shit got weird. It's so good. It's so good. And if you watch it, trust me on this, stay for the credits because at first you won't know their credits. It's so creative the way they end this movie. Anyway, I can't say enough oh, about it. I loved it. Okay. It's on Shutter, AMC Plus. Uh, Shutter's cheap, it's like five bucks a month. Do a free trial for you know a month or whatever, and super easy uh, to do. And I really recommend it. Again, the movie is called Host. There's no way I would have watched this. Oh, and yeah, it's only an hour, by the way. It. It's an hour. Oh, really? Okay. In and out. Bim, bam, boom. You're done. And you're right, we Randy. A, me neither. But someone recommended it and said this is the one of the best horror movies of recent years, and I think they're we, right. We need a, a a term for a film that's longer than 31 minutes but shorter than 79 minutes. There needs to be a term. It's called Game of Thrones episode random. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't they usually call them like limited series or something like that? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Like if you're doing uh, like streaming, obviously you have less of those conventions. You don't have to stick to the perfect hour or the 45 minutes and then, mm-hmm. you know, 10 right. minutes of commercials or whatever. So I feel like those rules are out the door now, but I think it is a little bit dangerous to say our movie is only an hour. Yeah. Unless it's for sure just a streaming. I mean, it is a shutter original, so it's always, it just lives on shutter. But, uh, you know, the, the, would you go to a theater and see a thing that's only an hour for the normal ticket price? Probably not. Probably not. No, that seems Still like, with the, like with the latest season of the Orville, I was calling those episodes feature film length. Yeah, and they th- really there's were one that's an hour and 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, really, a bunch of them were like 63, 69 minutes long. And it's like, I, I guess that's still feature film length. Yeah. Uh, the other thing to say about this is it really does. And I mean this, like those two other things could almost ruin this just by their own existing, the pandemic and freaking zoom. Mm-hmm. But the way they don't use zoom in a way that's not, you know, movies use computers bad, you know, like they're sure, like, sure. it would never do this or it wouldn't make the sound or whatever. No, no, no. This is, this is pure actual zoom, the interface, the way all the functions work the way people yeah. get hung up or added to the call, the weird break up an audio if someone's using a speaker uh, mic instead of headset, this sort of stuff. They don't, they don't augment any of that, and I appreciated that. But the biggest takeaway is these actors sell every second of it. I never once questioned any of their motives, who they are, how they would act in those scenes, and, and it's hard to call them scenes, but it's just switching, you know, switching Zoom panels, really. Right, camera, um, yeah. And it's uh. just... Oh, I guess there's no music. Now oh, that, really? now, no that, now that I think it, about it, sense. Yeah. And now that I think about it, there's zero score. Oh, it's so good, you guys. You got to watch it. Post <laughs> is great. An hour of your life. Halloween time, you know, scare yourself yeah. for an hour. It'll be good there's for you. There's no score. I would have been tempted to put some music like that somebody's just playing in the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Just put some music in there. Yeah. So it a, so sounds like it's a kind of quiet movie. Yeah. Oh, it's very, well, it is and it isn't. Uh, the quietness really does help with it, especially in some of the more intense parts. And also, this is not a movie that's afraid or not. It's not afraid to. 
Well, that, I don't want to give anything away, but nobody. Let's put it this way: <laughs> I appreciate a horror movie where they don't make sure the one kid and the one lady live. You know, yeah, right. I like right. the ones where they're like, you know what, all all bets Anybody are off. Everybody is expendable. Yeah, yeah every, I'll just there. There you go. That's not a spoiler to say everybody in this is expendable, whether they know it or not. So there you go. Anyway, cool. host now available on Shutter. Let's get over to uh, Nicole Spaggs' recommendal. Nicole, mm. what do you got there? That's me. Are you going to play it? Uh, I don't know. Did you send me a thing? Hold on. I did. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Sorry. Oh, you sent it. Sorry. You sent it a half hour Do after the, the show started, so I haven't seen it yet. All right. Uh, Do the 20 second skip because it says the name in the first 20 seconds. All right. Tonight, it is every hunter for themselves. Good luck. I'll be rotting for you. But one of you is a monster masquerading as one of our own. I can't wait to find out what breed of evil you are. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! Nobody, nobody, oh, nobody had did. any idea what it was until that moment yeah, right there. Until that very second. Uh, so I still tell don't us know about what it. Is it, yeah, I only heard the first word. Yeah, tell us about uh, Werewolf Bear and then whatever came after that. What's that? Oh, it's yeah. It's called uh, Werewolf by Night. It is a less than an hour. That it kind of it's funny that we're talking about that less yeah. than an hour. It's right around that fifty-six minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. It. The intro to this movie is kind of reminding me of the 80s, the way that you had those special programs, right, you know, right. the way like that they ABC kind of Sunday night. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what it reminded me of. It's stylized yeah. like that. It's all in black and white, it has so much Sin City vibes. I was like, "Ooh, I got to watch this like right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to rewatch it because I loved it so much. It's perfect for Halloween. It also reminded me of that game. Uh, what's the the game? One Night Werewolf. One. Is that no. what it's called? One Night Werewolf. No. What's well, it there's called? A, there is a game called One Night Werewolf. <laughs> no, but you're it's, thinking. It's a, you're thinking of the one that's the Telltale uh, adventure game. Um, no, 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 no. I know. I'm not thinking of that. I'm talking about the game where somebody's the werewolf, and yeah. you got to figure yeah, it's out. It's just who called it Werewolf. Is. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about the video I game. I thought it was right. called One Night Werewolf. No, well, just the variation of it. Okay, gotcha. right, so so werewolf is a is a game where you play night 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 day. Wasn't there? A a, no, it's game? not called werewolf. I don't remember what it was called. Look at it up. It's not <laughs> werewolf by night, but even PlayStation did a version of it on their VR. Yeah, yeah. I just um, it was called One Night Werewolf. The, the, the box I have says that, but maybe not. Right. Oh, you're right. One night werewolf. Yeah. One night werewolf. Anyway, one night. <laughs> there's little ultimate werewolf. One night, ultimate werewolf. Whatever. Again. Anyway, it's a fun little game. It reminds me of this movie. Yeah. So, and it's in the Marvel universe. So they are acknowledging they are in the Marvel universe, but it's like you heard in the the trailer. It's a bunch of these hunters. They hunt monsters, and there's a bloodstone. It's the only thing that has color as you're watching this. It's a red bloodstone. Mm-hmm. And so you're meeting all of these different monster hunters, and one of them is a monster. 
<laughs> so, Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And it's, these are uh, at least, you know, two, three of the characters that you see in this are regular Marvel uh, comic book lore characters. Elsa Bloodstone, uh, of course, Werewolf by Night, Jack Russell. <laughs> Clever. Uh, and um, <laughs> and then Ted. All I'm going to say is Ted, also a, a Marvel yes. staple. Yeah. Oh, come on. So I, went in, a, I went into Okay. Ted has a name, but we don't want to. We don't want to spoil it. See, we want everyone yeah. to right. go and well, learn. And I, I don't know any of the comic book lore with this. I just watched it because it looked cool, and I was in the mood for something kind of Halloweeny that I could put on the TV and not necessarily scare the crap out of my kids because mm-hmm. I accidentally did that with Beetlejuice and I scarred Ava, I think, for life. <laughs> really? Beetlejuice, uh, Beetlejuice did that to her, huh? Yes. It was the scene where they um, open uh, their mouth. Oh, yeah. Pull that, like, do the stretch oh, their faces God. out. And- it was, she was screaming. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I broke my child. <laughs> I was making dinner and she was just. You gotta have a towel. You gotta have a towel handy, and you throw it over the screen. That's my dad told me. Yeah, that's how you do it. So this is violent. So it's rated. I think it's PG fourteen or wherever TV fourteen. I think Mateo would be fine with it. Definitely not Ava. There's a the scene with an axe and a head, and there's no blood. It's all black and white. So it's like that weird stylistic, cool vibe going on, and it's a lot of fun. It's kind of scary. I loved it. Watch it. It's on Disney Plus. So and the, it might be setting up. I'm hoping that it's setting up a potential Midnight Suns uh, super oh, team, yeah. MCU super team, because they, uh, yeah, they're saying it's supposed to be kind of making that, you know, the Marvel universe into like scary universe, right? I know. So. I hope they. I hope they do because there's a whole side of Marvel that has these characters in it, and uh, Blade would fit perfectly in this film. Yeah, Blade's in the he's in the game. The Midnight Suns video game is based on that team, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very excited about yeah. that game coming out. Very well done. I loved it. Um, and, can you uh, can you explain the um, real quick the uh, oh we, 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 just just to ma- mention this the director of this is a musician. Oh, he's the guy who does all the themes Giacchino. and stuff. Yeah, G- yeah. Michael Giacchino, the the score of uh, Lost and uh, Star Trek, Rogue One, Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, this is his first, this is his directorial debut. Yeah, and he's, I, from all accounts, everyone I've talked to, he kind of nailed it. He really did. Yeah. Really has the the perfect vibe. If, if you can get Gail Garcia Bernal in your movie, you must have a really good script. That guy only picks amazing scripts. Oh, that's interesting. Um, looking at that. Oh, yeah, that dude. I like that dude. He plays your, he's, he's your Jack Russell character in there? He's your Jack Russell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah he like a lot. he had this string of films in the 2000s that every single one of them was like BAFTA award winning or whatever. Like they all won, you know, like serious awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and was then, in that movie with Diego Luna that was from forever ago. Uh, oh yeah, you, you Mamba, you Mama Tambien. Yeah, where it's like yeah. basically a threesome movie in Mexico or whatever the deal is. <laughs> <laughs> well, like that. Like, so brief like it's just one little scene is it just one the, scene the, i don't remember i don't think i've seen yeah. it i don't think i've seen the whole thing i just knew that they were making out with one lady and that's all i knew for sure but it's a road trip movie but yeah it uh, uh does play off of that yeah sure um so well, that's funny cool. that this is named like one one word off by that uh board game <laughs> werewolf by night or werewolf maybe uh, werewolf by or maybe the board game's 
based on and like when did this comic come out? Let's see, seventy two. Comic came out in the sixties or seventies. Yeah, World yeah. of Night. It's oh. actually where Moon Knight came from. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, our old pal, oh, really? my yeah. old pal Jerry Conway, uh, made uh, helped create this. I didn't know that. You did, just, yeah. I knew about Ted. It does have that Moon rest. Knight vibe? Yeah, I like it. It does. So was Ted in? Uh, is that crossover in the comics as well? Like, no. The character, Ted. what they do with Ted is is very like Ted is not the same character that you get in the, the Marvel comics. Okay. There's a lot, a lot of, a lot of lore breaking. That don't even know how much. The two characters, he and and uh, uh, Jack Russell, crossed paths in the comic books, but it wasn't very often. Um, let alone being, yeah, let alone their their relationship in this movie. We should get Jerry on uh, here sometime talk about all that stuff because he created half those characters. You just yeah, mentioned. oh, it'd be great to see what he thinks of this. Yeah, yeah and he listens to this show. He, he'd probably be happy to get on here. We should just arrange sure. it. He's a good guy. Okay. Anyway, awesome. Werewolf by Night, Disney Got Plus. It. Yeah. Let's get yeah, in there. The get scariest th- thing you can see on Disney Plus. Watching <laughs> it, thinking, "Oh my god, I'm watching this on Disney Plus." Is this one behind the like parental stuff on there? The it new absolutely yes. has to. Oh be. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, Mateo might be okay with it. Ava definitely would not be okay with this. Yeah, she's so. still how old? Is she now six. See, she's seven. She seven. just turned seven. Yeah, it's so still pretty young for her. Turn eleven. Pretty young for these themes. How would how does she do with like the Eddie Murphy? Um, uh, haunted Mansion that we just watched on Film Sack. Did she do all right with that? I was like, why would she watch Raw? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she loved Delirious. She thought the jokes were a little yeah. flat in Raw. That's right. But she did like the Michael Jackson red jacket. Yeah. Uh, we did. We we put uh, Haunted Mansion on because she loves uh, that ride. Oh, yeah. She doesn't like the the ceiling of the elevator though. She she won't look at that. Oh um, sure. Yeah. There's so, always my way. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting to watch young children play with scary themes and want to be scared but not want to be scared. And I'm like, is that the right? Like, because I'm yeah. thinking, oh, all the scary things. And then I kind of try to think, look at it for, through their lens. I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but not Mateo, right now. Mateo did okay with this though, huh? Yeah, well, no, he hasn't seen it. I think he would be fine oh. with it because he okay. is craving scary stuff okay. right now. Okay, good, good. Um, nice, nice. So I think this is this would be fine for him. Well, there you have it. Uh, there's our Disney Plus entry. Randy, uh, set up your clip for, to yeah, take us out here. Yeah, let's talk about what I'm not recommending because okay. I, I went and watched something for you guys to make sure and let you know that you don't have to waste your time. And that is The Midnight Club. Oh. So, um. That surprised was, me to hear you yeah, say that. It was, I was really looking forward to this and maybe I got my hopes up a bit, you know, maybe I was a little more expectant than I should have been, but the midnight club is just mediocre. It's, um, it is not like your previous Mike Flanagan stuff. It is. And I think that's because it's based on a book that Christopher Pike wrote. Uh, just, it's just not like I, um, so you start, you start this thing and, there's a story being told that is fantastic. And you're like, oh, this is going to be really interesting when something supernatural gets mixed in with it. Mm. And then a whole other story uh, starts taking place and it's just boring. Mm. And um, the story that it converts into is also, um, it's, it's not like it doesn't give you anything to figure out. You know, mm. because it's it's just got a bunch of characters making up their own stories. Mm-hmm. And 
if for that to work, those have to be really good and they're not. Mm. Um, the, uh, the thing that really struck me was two thirds of the way through the first episode when the, when the whole thing just shifts over to something different. Uh, my wife, Samantha Jane just got up and walked out of the room, never came back. <laughs> really? Yeah. And so I kept watching it and I'm like, okay, maybe that was just a blip, right? Like maybe there was just like a a scene that was wrong and bad and it'll go back to what it was at first. And, and it did not. That's a bummer. And um, we're Tina are only one episode in so far and we're, we're both really liking it, but I'm kind of bummed to hear that it doesn't, uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, midnight mass had this one cohesive story arc, right? And it had these moments of revelation and extreme, like, uh, you know, like confusion and, and so on and so on. And this, uh, this show just, Midnight Club just doesn't have it. Well, that's huh. a bummer. Is it, is it geared towards kids? No. Um, it is about young people, but I would say like people who are like 17 to 22. Mm. Okay. And they are, they are in a very R-rated situation oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. gotcha. and, and uh, sam jane in the chat room is saying i loved it but i hate jump scares so much and there's like there's a scene in the first episode that it feels like it's nothing but a bunch of jump scares all <laughs> strewn together i thought it was somebody it, told me this Mike was Flanagan an anthology jump scares. is it not that's an a, anthology it's not like a bunch of it separate an, stories? i think it is an anthology oh it is okay uh, yeah uh, well yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna keep watching it. I'm just saying you don't need to if you if, like if 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 you get to like the third or fourth episode and you're like, oh, this is really not going anywhere. Uh, gotcha. You can you can bow out. It's okay. Uh, All right. So it just, doesn't. So that's a good like the the third episode. It kind of tells you what it's going to be for the rest of the the season. If I'm right, it's just okay. Ah, it's just a it's a damn shame too because like this could have been written into something really really great. They have a couple of really awesome young actors, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they have a setting that's top notch. Just eh, mm. okay. <laughs> sorry, All right. it's, it's meh. If- so I got to thinking, what's a show that I love that's streaming that starts off as something like this does, but mm-hmm. then it goes to something else, and the something else is also really really good. And, uh, you know, so I went and started, uh, rewatching, uh, that and it's, uh, this clip, like, so this is a show that starts off with a man who is all alone. So the first two thirds of the first episode, there's no dialogue. And then, uh, a a woman comes along in his life and this is them, uh, uh, chatting the two of them. Here you go. This is really nice. Mm, You showed a lot of hutzpah today, Phil. And it made me think that maybe God does want us to lay together. Okay. Oh. I'm really horny, so. Well, that's nice. I should probably go wash my balls first. Mm. Get you back here in five and we'll knock it out? Uh, no. I, I don't know. What do you mean? I'm not going to have sex with you unless we're married. <laughs> oh, it's nice to see you smile. That is your first really good joke. That's very funny. Well, Phil, I'm not kidding. We have to be married first. You're serious? Yes. Oh, then no. <laughs> Absolute no. Why not? What, what do you mean, why not? Why? The first child of this new world is not going to be a bastard. Yeah, because it's not going to exist, because I'm not going to marry you. Then you're the bastard. Fine, I'm the bastard. And goodbye, human race. <laughs> Thank you for dinner. I am going to go back to my house. Right? Think yeah. about how crazy you are. Okay. And you are being serious? Yes. Why do you have to be married? 
it, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It means something to me, Phil. Well, it doesn't mean anything to me. Then why do you care? Oh. <laughs> friends, friends, The Last Man on Earth is streaming on Hulu all four seasons. It is so freaking good. And uh, Will Forte created this thing, and he is he gets the writing credit for the first half of the first episode, which is kind of long. And uh, that's because it's just him in front of the camera. He's just wandering around in a world where he thinks he's the only person alive. And it is so freaking funny. He is a master of physical comedy. The shots of him doing things all alone are they deserve awards. Mm. And uh, and then, of course, Kristen Shaw comes along. And, uh, you know, he realizes he's not the last man on earth and, uh, he doesn't like her. <laughs> she doesn't like him <laughs> and it just goes from there. It is so freaking good guys. Is it, uh, did it end unceremoniously and we didn't get closure or how did so that go? It's, it's a show that ends every season as though it knows it might not continue. Yeah. Um, it's sometimes that's a little cliffhangery. Sometimes that's a, a bit of a wrap up. And the fourth, the final season does kind of end a bit cliffhangery instead of wrap uppery, but it's <laughs> fine. It's t- it's worth it. Uh, like the they second, did an interview with the guy that wrote it, and they, he he says what would have happened if they had a final season. Oh really? Yes. Oh, oh that's read cool. that. Yeah, you can yeah. go. You can go read about. There's all kinds of like oral history of the last vet on Earth, and like there's you know there's all kinds of people who intersect with this show for just a few episodes in the second and third season. And so, like, there was a, an interview with Fred Armisen, who appears in the, I think, the third season, uh, in, in just a few episodes, and he's got a whole take on, what's on the it, whole what's thing. A, what's a, the guy that does the soccer show? Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted Lasso. Did, yeah. right. uh, Jason, Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis is in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. He shows so, up. I didn't know that. Right. So, no. he plays he plays Will Forte's brother. And he survived the apocalypse via a very unusual and unique <laughs> method. And uh, uh, yeah, it's um, it's just it's just amazing. It uh, the show is not just Will Forte and Kristen Schaal. It brings in uh, uh, it makes a quartet of survivors uh, with January Jones and Mel Rodriguez. And Mel Rodriguez is I do not understand how this guy isn't starring in some of the most famous sitcoms ever. He is phenomenal in the mm. show mm. well i feel bad i only watched like the first three and then i got distracted oh. and then i was like well i'll get back to this i liked it a lot i just never I got back it. to it and then when it ended i went well all my friends say it ended too soon and they and they're disappointed and then i just felt bad and i was like oh i'm you not got, gonna go watch that. i mean it's, that'll always be true but you got 66 episodes you should enjoy this like, like seriously i i was just reminded of all the wonder of this show it's it's a wonder that it's it got made. Like uh, you got there's some, some studio that really trusted Will Forte, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Plus it was yeah. Fox, which is you know they're notorious. Well, they did cancel it, but they're notorious for not letting stuff like this breathe at all. And you know this wasn't a this this may be a little too early. Like if this had been a Hulu original or something from the get go and was more recent, maybe I think it would have had a its full life, whatever that would have been. Um, I think it would be kind of cool if they made a movie like to wrap it up. Yeah. Like yeah. come back, hmm. uh, you know. Oh, I found an interview yeah. where Forte says, I would, I'm happy to say that if we could, if we could totally do this film, but nobody wants to do it. I don't know what that means. Hmm. I think he means just probably the actors. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe they don't want to get everybody, get the band, band back together. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> January Jones must be hard to work with no matter what. Um, I'll tell grumpy. you, the the real cool uh, like actress that sort of jumps into the story is uh, Mary Steen version. Oh, um, yeah. She yeah. just uh, she just chews up every scene she's in. It's a it's phenomenal. She performance. has such a good agent, man. Yeah, <laughs> she's everywhere, she everywhere, she all at once. Her yeah. and her husband both. Uh, you know, they're they're getting work in everything. So good for them. Yeah, I love her. Um, well, all right. Uh, I you know what? Good recommendation. I've, I think we've even done. I think Nicole did that one years ago, but oh, yeah. perfect yeah. to come back oh, yeah. to. Uh, and talk about, it. and I'm really it. sad to hear about Midnight Club, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Can't Mike Flanagan can't get it right every time. I'm, well, and again, he didn't write it. And that's the thing. Like or, it was, or, or, it was Star Trek captain, Christopher Pike that wrote yeah. it. <laughs> it's it, it, like, I felt, I felt like this was Mike Flanagan trying to put a spin on something and mm. it, there just isn't enough room in this story to really make it great you know? yeah the edgar yeah. Allan poe thing he's doing i'm more interested in that um let's see if i can find the name of this it is called oh uh the fall the fall of the house of usher that's what it is he's oh doing a sure sure yeah four episode mini uh thing of that this is the one that was a little controversial because originally um can't think of his name but he got kicked off the set because he was being inappropriate um the guy that played nixon and frost nixon can't think of his name Oh, Langell, Frank Langell. Frank Langell, yeah. He was yeah. something going on with that. But it's all the people you love. The Carla Gugino, or however you say her name. Uh, mm-hmm. Kate Siegel, his wife, uh, is back. Uh, Zach Gifford coming back from Midnight Mass. Mark Hamill, for some reason. Henry Thomas. Uh, so this looks great. I'm all in on the fall of House of Usher. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for Recommendals. Don't forget, all of these will be shown up there on uh, quicktms.li. Because Brian put what, those up there. But one last thing, I just wanted to ask the three of you: yeah. uh, Who else is celebrating uh, Great British Bake Off Mexican Week with me still? Uh, I heard that's really awkward to watch. <laughs> uh, you you are going to have uh, actual uh, baking in your uh, Mexican <laughs> Week of Great British Bake Off, right? Yeah. Uh, someone told me it was like really they did an entire thing where they made tacos. And no baking. They had to fry the to, tortillas. I need you to say tacos. Tacos. You tacos. Say tacos yes. Like they did. We've asked them to make trust light chase. Uh, <laughs> I've heard it's really yes, hard to watch. Is. is it true that it's so hard to watch? Like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it's hard to believe because it's this particular show. Yeah, it makes you rethink everything you know about this particular series. You know? Yeah, well, it, you know, every everything can trip and fall sometimes, and uh, this was a this uh, the boy the, the the ending of that episode though had me tearing up. Uh, just, I want a, I want a framed photograph of Noel Fielding and Matt Lucas wearing uh, f- <laughs> uh, uh, ponchos and sombreros. Oh my gosh! See, yeah. it feels like the okay. further you get away ge- geographically from Mexico, the worse your show is going to be about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. there have surely been lots of American shows that got France all wrong. Oh, so. guaranteed. Yeah. 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 Well, just get back to Biscuit Week. Come on, can we? How about Biscuit <laughs> get Week? Back to Biscuit Week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, always good having you guys on. Anything else you guys have going on you want to mention? Nicole, you're getting foam. You're getting foam for your for your space there to, to eat up all the echo. Oh. That'll be fun. Oh, the echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting yeah. into um, 3D lasering now. Ooh. So somebody in, somebody in the chat room was like, why aren't you teaching? I'm, I, we moved. I'm not a teacher yeah. in a school anymore. I'm going to try to <laughs> make that happen in our new shop space. Oh, so. Awesome. Oh, I can't wait lasers. to see those. Yeah, that's cool. You, I hope you're doing air quotes when you say it, by the way. I am. Yeah. I am. Lasers. Of course. Lasers. 
Uh, of course, you can't Rand- say laser without doing that. Of course, yeah. uh, Sacktober uh, continues this weekend. We're uh, doing a new yeah. film sack. Randy, what's our cat's, cat's eye. eye? We're watching Cat's Eye cat's for film eye. sack. That's right. Forbidden pa- Patreon.com slash film sack. Another forbidden piece of fruit in my house growing up. Nobody would yeah. watch it. We'll see how it holds up. It's good to have you both here. Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye. We'll see you Bye. later. Bye now. Bye now. Whoops. Bye now. Okay. <laughs> Bye now. Takes a while to kick them all out, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got this, and then get this person, and get this person out. Right click that, yeah. push this. Hey, uh, we're done with the show. It's a long one today. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I heard your Fulcrum episode is up. Tell me more. Yeah, it just went up. So uh, me and Jenny talked to Jenny Josephson, talked about the music of Star Trek on uh, the next, the current episode of Fulcrum. What? Star Trek? No, I mean Star Wars. No, we really, we do talk a lot about Star Trek as well because of reasons that you're going to hear on that show, on that episode. Nice. Uh, you can find it at fulcrumfeed.com. It's uh it is the uh, the new show. If you miss, if you're if you're lamenting the loss of let's talk about Star Wars, don't worry. There's still a place where you can talk about Star Wars. It's called Fulcrum FulcrumFeed.com. Yep, it's a very good show. Go check it out. That's going to do it for us. Patreon.com/slash/tms is the place to join us to support us. Like Corey Cambruzzi, who just joined yesterday. Thank you so much for becoming our latest patron, Corey. Uh, much appreciated. Everybody else, head on over there. Always get a commercial-free experience. Always get bonus content at the top of every show and bottom of every show. And monthly stuff that's just super rad you don't want to miss. Check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Hey, Brian, let's get out of here with a song. What do you got? Happy to do it. Uh, Tyler Rowland wrote in and said, Hey, the fiancé and I are getting married on October 22nd and then taking a road trip from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Estes Park, Colorado to stay a few nights at the Stanley Hotel starting on Halloween. Oh what my God, that's so awesome. Rick, dude. Oh, my God. Totally awesome. Can you, you write back sure in? They got to write for... back and tell us how it went. They have to tell yes, us. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you got to watch, the, if, they're, if they're performing, they usually do on Halloween. There's a band called Murder by Death that uh, performs on Halloween at uh, the Stanley Hotel usually. I don't know if they're doing it this year, but if they are, get tickets. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Dashboard Confessionals always had a place in this emo boy's heart, and a cover of uh, the song Hands Down would be awesome to hear, or Dealer's Choice, something similar if you're unable to find anything. would also be nice to hear a few must-stops around the Colorado area during our honeymoon. Love the show and all the work you guys do put into it for your fans. Thank you. Signed, Tyler Rowland. Oh, thanks, Ty. Well, pre-congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. I hope uh, hope the ceremony is, uh, is beautiful and romantic and sweet, and uh, then you go stay in the horror hotel. Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> Watch out for open doors and old ladies in tubs. I'm That's telling right. you. Yes, yes. Don't follow that lady into the tub. Uh-uh. Oh, my gosh. Uh-uh. And you're going to be really disappointed with the hedge maze. Anyway, uh, he wanted to hear a cover of uh, Dashboard Confessionals, hands down. I've got a good one here by Weatherstar. They, I don't know when they recorded this. They didn't release it on an album, but I ended up with it, and uh, it's really good. Here is Hands Down by Weatherstar. All right, that'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow with Wendy and all the usual Thursday trimmings. Amy as well. We'll see you then.
This night is wild, so come and tell our hearts they race from self-control. Your legs are smooth as they graze mine. We're doing fun. We're doing nothing at all. My hopes are so high that your kiss might kill me. So won't you kill me? So I die happy. My heart is yours to fill or burst, to break or bury, or wear as jewelry, whichever you prefer. The words are hushed. Let's not get busted. Just lay entwined here, undiscovered. Safe in here from all these stupid questions. He did you get some? Man, that is so dumb. Stay quiet, stay near, stay close. They can't hear, so we can get some. My hopes are so high that your kiss might kill me. So won't you kill me? So I die happy. My heart is yours to fill or burst, to break or bury, or wear as jewelry, whichever you prefer. Hands down, this is the best day I can ever remember. I'll always remember the sound of the stereo, the dim of the soft lights, the scent of your hair that you swirl in your fingers and the time on the clock when we realized it's so late on this walk that we share together and the streets were wet and the gate was locked so what This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm a doctor.